know what's happening in your area with KBEST News. Hello, I'm Adrienne Green, and this is your 90-second Fuse News for this hour. The beginning of each new year inspires people to dream big and set goals. If one of your goals this year is to find an outlet to creatively express yourself, you won't have to look any further than the open mic night at the Desert Flower Art Bar on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Sergio Cervantes, a local stand-up comic, has been taking advantage of open mic night to hone his craft for almost three years. I really can't believe it's been almost three years. It's awesome. And to think how far I've grown as a comic, it's really cool to think about. Because when I first started off, I was absolute garbage. He told KBS News that his first time on stage was meant to be a one-time experience, but he fell in love with it. When asked how an open mic night is beneficial to anyone looking to sharpen their craft in front of an audience, Cervantes had this to say. Just absolute freedom. Here, it's amazing because you're free to say whatever you want and perform however you want. And I've always thought of that as an incredible thing for open mics. You're able to do whatever you want and there's no stopping you. There's nobody saying... You need to hold back doing this. Oh, you're cursing too much. You need to do this material. You're finding out what you're good at, and you just go with it. According to Jeremiah Peters with the Desert Flower Art Bar, the establishment has always been open to musicians and artists of all kinds. For KBS Media, I'm Adrian Green. Welcome to the Come and Get It podcast, everybody. Happy New Year, by the way. We just heard a little bit of a clip from Sergio on, on the radio. That's dope. Yeah, I had an interview uh, at Desert Flower. I was on K-Best. I was on, the inter- I was on the radio this morning, actually. Yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't even ask you about the while well, we've been hanging out so far. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to save it, you know, for this. Yeah, kind of <laughs> I want to know what you said. Like, you said you mentioned the Come and Get It podcast on the fucking radio. Yeah, That's yeah. That's publicity right there. It really is, man. Uh, and I, I hope it reached a bunch of people. I hope it reached a, uh, an audience that is attracted to us. Yeah. yeah but when I walked in, it was 8 o'clock. In the morning. That's not like you. It's not. <laughs> I don't wake up at all. That's why I'm a comedian in the first place. You don't have to wake up early for shit. And uh, I walk in, and it takes a few minutes, and I, I, I knew both the girls who were interviewing me in the first place, so made it, I'm, that made me less nervous. You know, I was comfortable. And for 10 minutes, they were just talking about open mic, you know, uh, asking me about uh, what kind of crowds there are that, go, that come through, how to deal with hecklers, which... I'm not oh, the wow. I'm not the best at, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've dealt with them before, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and uh, like what sort of benefits it it, it brings to to the community, you know. Uh, I think the most interesting question was, uh, what was it? <laughs> oh, well, I forget, I forget entirely. We'll but, get back to that. But yeah, I was on. I, that was a ten minute interview, and then I had got. I, I had no idea into, it was even that long. Yeah, it was. Te- it was ten minutes, and I uh, gave a shout out to pr- practically everybody, yeah. e- even this, the podcast. Mentioned your name and everything. Man. I mentioned you. All right, and uh, went, and then I was on for for two more hours. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, the uh, woman I met, K Ray. She's on a swap shop. Uh, I forget what's that. It's K-Best, I know. But uh, I sat with her for two hours and did her show. I thought it was going to be like another 10-minute ten minute yeah. interview, but no, I was there for two hours, and I had a lot of fun, dude. Really? I had a so lot of it, fun. Is it almost like a podcast? What is it? Uh, it's it's radio, you know? Songs play, ads play, and then you'll have like... Oh, okay. Yeah, seven to five-minute segments where you could just chit-chat to each other, you know? And she she would just ask me about stand-up and like why, why I'm doing this and stuff, and it, it was fun. 
she they want me back. Nice. She, she said she said that she was like, yeah, I, I I want you back. I hope I can contact you soon. Yeah, I got her information and everything. You gave so. her your business card, right? I don't have a business card. Well, isn't that what I've been saying? We need to make you a business Fuck you. card. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. This is my man growth, bro. <laughs> I still need to get a a, a a page, a Facebook page. I don't even have that. Dude, I know. Like, I've got three different pages and shit. Really? I need to get I need to get that done. I I I am my worst promoter. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm my worst promoter <laughs> ever. But I feel like this year is, dude, it's off to a good start. I agree. It really man. is. I really feel the same way. Um, the only thing that I will say, you know, you got sick the first week and then I got sick the second week and I'm still just trying to, you know, push through it right now. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, like, other than the hiccup in, the, in our, you know, schedule for the podcast, everything else is looking great. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're starting to, you know, have different people come up to us and ask us about it and... Man. And and want to be on it, and, and then, yeah, it's, the, dude, it's so flattering that people want to come and come down and sit sit with us and talk to yeah, us. Yeah, because really, it's all it is is we sit around a microphone. <coughs> we forget the microphone's even there. You know, we're just talking, yeah, having yeah. a conversation. It's a beautiful thing we have going here, man. And cheers to 2019. I'm really li- I'm liking you, man. I hope you don't disappoint. <laughs> I re- I'm really liking you so far. Oh, uh, by the way, I guess I should you know. Uh, let this let this out. I I have a show yes. uh, in San Angelo at the Tilted Mug at nine thirty p.m. on January nineteenth. So then you guys know you, you got nothing to do. You can always go to San Angelo and I I was gonna give my two week notice and uh, have the nineteenth be the last day that I worked, but I gave until the eighteenth so that I had that day off. For hey, sure. nice, for nice. Sure. Uh, so I'll be there. Oh man, and we can that, that, afterwards we can. Go to my favorite bar over there. We can go. Yeah. Dude, dude. <sighs> such a great bar over there. I, I've told you before uh, about the, the casual pint. Yep. Oh, man, that yeah. bar is amazing. You just, it, I, I didn't do this, but it's funny. If you're slick enough, you can go in there and take a bunch of samples of all this really alcoholic oh, beer and just bounce. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. I swear to God, but I didn't do they it. Give you fucking samples? Yeah. Yeah. If nice. you, yeah, this, it's all draft. Okay, dude, I got to tell you the story. I got to tell you the story, all right? The second time I went in there, I went uh, with one of our friends. Okay. And uh, that friend doesn't know about craft beer bars. Okay. I knew about about that going into this place, you know? He did not, okay? So there's nothing... Let me just go on. So we walk in, and uh, he hands me the money. Mm -hmm. I should have made him order, because he's like, hey, man, get two uh, Miller Lights. Or Coors, whatever. And I'm like, dude, they're not going to fucking have that. Do you see what they have here? It's all just, it's nothing close to like Michelob or or, or Miller or nothing. They don't, yeah. yeah, they don't have that stuff. And he's like, no, go ahead and order it. So I went up and ordered it. I was like, hey, man, uh, let me get two, two Millers. And this guy looks at me. Like, I'm a retard. <laughs> I swear to God. He looked at me like, dude, are you serious? Look what we have right now. We don't have Miller. We don't have that fucking trash. <laughs> look at this. This is crap. This, this is, look at all this, what's going on. Like, I, I almost insulted this guy for asking him wow. for a Miller. It was so embarrassing, dude. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And then our friend had gone up, I think, afterwards, because he saw that I was struggling. And he was like, Dude, we'll have two Millers. And the guy was like, dude, we don't have that. Do you want anything else? And we ended up getting something. We ended up getting a 
a Dallas Blonde. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think that was the first time I ever had that. Oh my god, those are amazing. I don't. I don't think I like the blondes. No, I don't no? think so. You ever, You didn't have Dallas Blonde. I don't. I don't think I've had that one. Though. Oh man, everybody likes it, so that's why I feel Ooh. like you would like it. I think I'm starting to open up. I'm starting to get a little bit of an open mind as to you know trying the new uh, craft beers and such. It, you're in a new world, man. Man, it really it's beautiful. Is. <laughs> it really is. So, oh man, you know what's a sad thing? Stanley passing. Oh God, dude! Why are you doing this? This happened like episodes ago. No, it didn't. No, well, yeah, it did. But still, yeah. Stanley passed. It's it's a terrible thing, man. I grew up watching all him in every single Marvel movie there ever was, yeah. dude. Just and like it was so cool because I felt like only nerds got that for a while seeing him in a movie, and then he he became really mainstream. But like being like a ten eight ten year old kid yeah. and seeing that old man in a movie, it, it was so cool. Like I know this guy, yeah. and nobody else gets it, you know. See, and I'm kind of that guy, because, I mean, I watched the, the movies, but not, I mean, you're just diehard movies, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But, uh, again, I mean, I know who he is, I know, I know what he meant to a lot of people. Um, you know, you're saying, you know, rest in peace, Stan Lee, yeah. and I'm over here, and like, man, it's been four months since we lost Mac. Oh, man. So, I mean, that's, you know, I feel you, but it's like, I have a different, like, yeah, yeah. You different gotta, persona you gotta... that I'm mourning. <laughs> <coughs> I, I just feel bad that I didn't start getting into him until after he yeah, died. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit that, you know. I, I really did not listen to him I used at all. To, I used to not like him. I didn't like his image. I didn't like, you know, what he was portraying or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, the older I got, the more I listened to the music, the more relevant it became. And so it just, I mean, you start to relate to something and it starts to mean it, mm-hmm. it hits different, you know. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I guess, you know, he's, he's he'll re- they'll be remembered <laughs> he always will be, man. He has really good music. Really, like sitting there and listening to it. It's a poet. He, he, dude's a poet. He's a composer. That the beats are fucking sick, man. And he makes them all. He he'll take samples and you know, but he plays instruments in his own music. So yeah, I don't even know he knew how to play instruments. Yeah, he knows how to play. He oh knows my god, the keyboard, the guitar, I think. And we lost him. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And then he knows he like because I watched a whole video on him like making a song he took the sample he was scratching uh you know on a a vinyl yeah and then he was putting in beats and you know making beats on his laptop i mean it just came together and then on top of that he just started uh freestyling off the top of his head man it was a whole ass song so he started with the beat first yeah i mean and he showed you uh the process he'll go and listen to like 50 vinyls and pick out you know bits and pieces of instruments and um, you know, just different samples from different music. Oh my god! And then you'll bring it together, put it together, and just stitch it up. And man, it's a masterpiece. That sounds like a, how a masterpiece is made, mm-hmm. dude. Because you'll convert it from listening it to uh, listening to it on a vinyl, and he'll put it, you know, record it onto his laptop, and alter and then it he'll there. like switch vinyls too to get the instrument yeah, that he wants. Yeah. That's dude. That's that's craftsmanship. I don't really? know how. I like. Like, I used to play, or I kind of still play guitar, but, like, I've tried to write music. That shit is hard, okay? It's not like writing a joke or, like, writing a script. Writing music is an, is an yeah, it's entirely like you have different... to hear it yeah, yeah. before it's even made. Yeah. 
I mean, I can I can play I can play the guitar and I can tr- make something pretty. Mm-hmm. But there's no way I'm gonna sit there. Sit, I've tried. There's no way I'm gonna sit there and like try to write a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It just, I just can't do it. And then writing lyrics on top of that. Yeah. Oh my god. And and to stay rhythmic with the with the music that you're making. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't I, even have rhythm. <laughs> I I don't. I barely have it. I think you know. I don't have rhythm for shit, man, and it sucks because I can't dance, I can't sing, I can't play any instruments. I've tried picking up the guitar more than a handful of times, dude. Mm-hmm. I owned a guitar for a while. I own a saxophone. I have the keyboard. You know, I've, I mean, there's a, an electric guitar sitting in the living room, and I've just stared at it. <laughs> I'm not about to pick it up because I know I'm not going to get it again. I tried I try the... I tried to play around on it when I showed up to the yeah. house. When it was out of tune, I did not. I don't. Oh, it. fucking Jesse did that. Oh my god! Because he was sitting Why there. Why did he pick it no, up? He, he, no, Sean was playing it. He put it down. He just straight up just started messing with him, and Sean's like, "Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I know it's all out of tune." And sure enough, yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah, dude, yeah, I picked it up and just like played one little chord. I was like. This sounds terrible. I, mean, I, I, I am not. I'm not feeling to tune anything. I haven't right even now. touched it in like three weeks now. <laughs> it's a nice, been like a two. Nice guitar. I used to. I used to have one of those. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Did you know? I um back when I did pick up the guitar, I did learn a bit, and it wasn't because I learned how to play guitar. It's because I I learned how to read tabs. So yeah, I learned how to play "Dust in the Wind," and that's one of my favorite. Freaking like picking songs. You know you can finger pick. Yeah. To that. Yeah. Oh, dude, finger picking is so. Much it fun. is. It's a lot of fun. You look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just that one song, and it's just that intro that loops and loops. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I know the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> it just loops. The other one's the other guitar. I'm, I'm, I'm lead guitar. Vice versa. I don't even know. I'm definitely more of a rhythm player than I am a, solo, a soloist. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't solo for shit. See, I don't. I wouldn't say I can. I, I mean, I was fucking around. I can't even say that I can do that. You know? <laughs> but when in its time, it sounded great. And I, I also enjoy rhythm because it's easier to sing. Like I've tried striking notes and singing. It's hard. Yeah. You you, you have to be John Mayer, Jimi Hendrix in order oh. to do that. <laughs> dude, John Mayer's a great artist. He he's way too good at playing guitar. Yeah. <laughs> vocals, dude. Yeah. The dude can sing. Oh my God, man, that. That guy, that guy makes me want to fall in love with him. Insane, like, saying, dude. Like, his voice is just, uh, it's angelic. Like, I'm just looking through a list of my exes to call. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And every one of his songs, just, it happened to, like, hold, like, a really intimate memory for me. Like, I'll listen to, like, like Gravity or yes. uh, a Slow Dancing in a Burning Room oh. or Neon, and I'm like, oh, my God, this, like... It brings me back, and like I want to go back to that time because it was just, that was such a great moment in my John life. John Mayer, John Legend. John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who? The fuck is John Legend? John Legend. He's a singer. singer as well, He's right? a singer. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Same cat. I think they're similar. I don't. I can't think of them right now. I think so. Now I confuse myself by asking say, that question. <laughs> like, wait, which one? But um, yeah, no, dude. Uh, those. I mean, those songs make me feel like I can sing like really, and it's crazy how how different music can put you in different moods. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana Grande's fucking uh, Dangerous Woman <coughs> I fucking love that song I'm not gonna lie It makes me feel like a bad bitch dude. Dangerous Woman? Yeah And I will sing that shit in my car If I'm if I'm alone I'm driving to work or whatever <laughs> I will sing my heart out to that fucking song <laughs> Just have empowerment going through you Feeling yes. like, like a strong independent <laughs> woman you yeah. are you know I don't need yeah. a man Yeah <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, 
What the fuck happened to Ariana, Ariana Grande and like that? Dude, I don't know, but like after um, you know everything happened with Mac and then Pete Davidson and they split up. Yeah. She came out with "Thank You Next." That song's uh, getting a little annoying now, but uh, like I heard that uh, her and Pete Davidson were fucking around again. Wow. Yeah, on that side, guy, I mean, man. just after everything. But Pete Davidson is who he is. Pete Davidson does not give a fuck. He does <sighs> not give one fuck, dude. That's kind of, I feel like I, he's he's probably very unorthodox. Yeah. And just kind of just way out there. And yeah. I feel like I'm way out there. Have you seen any of his stand-up? Uh, no, I still it's, haven't gotten around to it. It's way out there, man. Yeah. It's hilarious, Is it like uh, Daniel Tosh? No, it's not like like really dark humor, but it's just okay. the way he delivers it and like his face. Yeah, his does face he keep, makes like, it funny. Is, does he keep a straight face when he tells his jokes? Does he no, laugh? At no, no, he, he laughs at his yeah. jokes. Like he'll, he'll get a smile on his face <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Like you can tell he's enjoying himself up there. I I I'd, uh, compare him to like the way he carries himself is almost like Dave Chappelle. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like the I like Dave's energy too. Yeah, because he's real chill up there. It's, it's, he's extremely natural at it, you know? And just, he still wows out, but he's, like, just, like, so himself about it. Yeah. I mean, I I think, I don't think anybody else could be Dave Chappelle better than Dave Chappelle. No. And same as Richard Pryor. It's, it's it's like a, it's like a really good guitarist just going up on stage and doodling around, you know? It's, it's practically the same premise. An artist knows that he's good at his craft, so he's gonna go and show, show off to everybody. Show out. Yeah. I mean, I could dig it, dude, because if you're good at something, why not show out, you know? Exactly. Like, we can show on the radio and shit. <laughs> I mean, you're just flexing on everybody else in town. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because they're all our friends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And, like, I think it's crazy because uh, uh, CNGI, dude, all together is just... Uh, the, the brand itself hasn't, you know, started expanding crazy, mm-hmm. but we are going to promote the brand and then the brand's going to keep promoting others so it's good it's a process um but i mean like just having the talks about having you know ronnie and you know the drag queens um potentially <laughs> having an event and having you open up you know and cngi uh, entertainment being who is you know i hope he allows me to create the event with and i'm speaking to him <laughs> but if we can create the event or any event just duplicated i don't even care yeah um and then have you know have everybody just follow that and then kind of just support you know different performers different kinds of art anything that's going to help people grow in yeah. their in their craft and whatever they're doing dude i'm down as long as you know obviously it comes with you know having to deal with entertainment yeah um like but, dude I'm, I'm just i'm just down for like entertainment to really start picking up mm-hmm. here here you know it's a culture feel- it's almost like we're we're getting like we're putting culture into this place because you are, you know, one of the performers in here. Mm-hmm. You know, you are what people come out and see sometimes. Yeah. This is what there is to do in town. See it's com- really cool. See the comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy we have that We have that going on. I really am. And I'm, for, for it to be stand-up, too, that's, it, getting, it, that's honestly, getting attention. Honestly, like, there's not a whole lot of things that I that I like about Big Spring, dude. And you know this. I've yeah, said yeah. this a lot. Um but I will say that it makes it a little bit more bearable. And, you know, being a part of the crowd that's making it all happen is, is great. It's just so much fun. Yeah. The be, being around uh, a group of entertainers, yeah. it's always fun, man. Even back when I was in theater, I had, I had a lot of fun just being around people that were just like-minded and actors, yeah. too. See, yeah. I would say I'm more of an actor because 
even out there, I'm being myself, but I am a character, bro. Act, I like. Act, I know this. Acting is so much fun. I did yeah. acting for a little bit, and I did well when I did. So I, you know, so I was told, but mm-hmm. it's just not something that I've ever revisited. You know, ever since I was in eighth grade. So should, it's, that was should. in 2008. It's been 11, well, going on 11 years since I've been on stage. 11 years? I still feel like you could do it for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if like, like really, uh, cause like I told you, like I texted you like a, yeah, a few days ago. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I was watching Pulp Fiction. And I realized for like the hundredth time, I realized <laughs> how well it, they all work as short films. And I was like, if I can just make something as good of a quality or, you know, something like that, mm-hmm. it was a, like a 30 minute segment, 20 minute segment, you know, we can, we can act in it, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I've thought, I've already thought about it too. I've, I've had a, a beginning scene in my head, uh, a transitional scene. And like, I really want this to happen, dude. I've, I've been looking up tripods and shit. I have the tripod. <laughs> huh? I have the, the tripod. I have the camera. Yeah, but we need, we need another person too. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need do cam- need more people. We, we need, need more, like, man. um, I mean, I am the cameraman, but for scenes that I would like to, you know, go in and fucking show out to, yeah, yeah. I, we would need somebody else. Um, so if you guys want to have fun, act, do some acting, we should get a little improv, like acting group together. That'd be cool. That'd be cool as fuck. And CNGI. CNGI. <laughs> throw, throw a fucking stamp on that bitch. Because, cause, I mean, just, you know, something where we, we meet up once every two weeks or once a week or, you know, once a month. Whatever we can do for mm-hmm. now. And then just get up there and start acting. You know, just, yeah, like, yeah. have little loose. Like, have people, like, may, maybe write their own scenarios out yeah. and we have to sack that out. Yeah. Yeah. I've, al- just... I've always liked that. And I, I loved acting class. Really? Go, going to Howard. It was, it was a lot of fun. Because one of... One exercise, because I also had an amazing uh, acting teacher, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Nathan Jacobs. I thank you so much for bringing me into this world of performance. I love it's amazing, but I was just I'm saying his his exercises they they always worked. Um, one I'm sure is a basic rule of acting is uh, come up with uh, like five different scenarios mm-hmm. where uh, the middle is the 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 middle is different. But your goal remains the same. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so I was like, well, what, what could happen with my shit? And two of them that I can remember is uh, uh, I had just got done uh, murdering my girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> that's, that escalated really quick. And the, and, the, and the goal was to go and get a Twinkie, you know. Okay. That, that was always the goal. That, <laughs> and then the second one that I can remember is uh, celebrating being STD free and get, getting a twinkie, getting a twinkie. as, as oh you know a God. little treat and shit like that. Like I'm always gonna remember, and it, it, they work. It's yeah. a fun. Ex- they're fun exercises as as an actor, you know. And then some things do get kind of weird and kind of wonky, like you know, <laughs> and it's like this is kind of a joke, but. It, yeah, it, it's as, out there. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember in uh, one, <coughs> the first play that I ever did, dude, I was one of the leads. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. It, it was Exit Pursued by a Bear. I was uh, an abusive, an abusive uh, husband. Ooh. Yeah, from the South. I was, <laughs> he was, he was a white guy. <laughs> they, they casted me for the part because they had, they, they didn't have anybody else, wow. you know? yeah. And, uh. It was so much fun, like, because I've always admired actors, too, mm. and I always wanted to, like, see see where that went, and uh, 
just just getting into a character's head and trying to figure out like what because I, I like doing the backstory like well, why is he acting out like this oh, yeah. it was that shit is a lot of fun dude and it's there was almost a point like i kind of for a while i had a, uh it wasn't deep but i i felt like it was uh that i had more of a a southern accent oh playing that character oh really yeah yeah like i like even when i got out i found myself like saying saying words differently <laughs> and i was like oh holy shit that char- that guy really got to me like he yeah. like i, I that feel character yeah yeah he's he's kind of a part of me now yeah like, i feel that but it's crazy yeah like and, and and all the characters i played i liked i'm starting the new thing like they, they've, of course, had a life afterwards, right? Mm. And I really want to know what that guy's been up to. Oh, wow. Okay. So you know, I, 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 wa- yeah. I want to know what he's been up to because that, that play was so much fun to do. And ah, I, I wish I could go back to it, man. It, it holds one of the greatest experiences of my life. There was this one time. I'm sorry if I'm just talking. No, rambling, go, go, go. But like, there was this one time that I'm always going to cherish forever. And it was a four-person uh, play. Only four people in the entire film. Mm-hmm. And we were on stage the entire time. And uh, uh, we also got along extremely well at, the, at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're all, we're all uh, going through rehearsal. We're all trying to get a scene done. And something funny happens. And we all just bust out laughing. Dude. <laughs> we're just laughing so hard, you know. And we're, try, we're trying to get it together. And uh, <coughs> the director's like, all right, we go let's get the scene done and then we're we're trying to get the scene done and we're just going through our dialogue and i make a face uh-huh. i just make one stupid face and the girl that was speaking to me just starts laughing as as hard as she can <laughs> and then everybody else starts laughing and it, it was incredible it was one of those moments i look back on it extremely fondly yeah because like life is contagious man. yeah yeah it's, happiness is contagious yeah and through that entire production i felt that Every, everything was just going really well mm-hmm. and uh we took it to a festival oh wow yeah yeah we took it to a festival where it actually won a superior uh uh one of the superior plays uh-huh. and i got recognized as an actor for my first time going wow out. yeah that is that is impressive dude. yeah they, they called me up on stage and gave gave me a excellent actor reward i was like this is fucking maybe I can get, push this a little bit further. And for a while, I really did want to be an actor. And then I found, I found stand-up. And I was like, I feel like I'm a lot better at this than I, I am at acting. Could, you can incorporate some of your, like, uh, you know, the personality, the, the, the body motions on stage. And I feel like you do that a lot. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I yeah, know you I do. speak out your <laughs> body. And that's cool because a lot of people, it's, it's better than people just standing there and just kind of just, you know, twisting their, their hips. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just moving their body, you know, left to right and... Being real monotone about it. Yeah. Even though if you can't pull that off, that's a hard thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. It's a really fucking hard thing to pull off. I mean, your material has to be just, it's, you know. Spot on, yeah. dude. It has to be quality. But, yeah, I, I've noticed that about myself that I can just. See, and again. I'm really expressive. <laughs> yeah. When, like I said, it's been 11 years since I've done it. But when I did, I, I mean, looking back and the fact that people were telling me, you know, that I did well. It made me want to do it again because I felt accomplished. It was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, we're, we've got to look into these little clips a little bit more. We really do, man. And now I'm going to have so much more fucking time, dude. I'm going to have <laughs> an extra 12 to 15 hours a week Ooh. to myself. Oh. Yeah, so I can literally do whatever. 
then I feel like I've really strayed away from photography. I've been promoting it, you know, or uh, dropping off business cards here and there, handing them yeah. out, but I haven't done pictures in a while. Yeah, you have. It's been a while since you've. Yeah, so, and it's just, it's, it's, that's, that's okay. But um, like, you, you've been neglecting it and you want to go back yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, because it is still something that I love to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, just being behind the camera, having the camera with me, be like, the camera is a part of me. And when it is on me, like my person, I, it is, I, I'm whole. Yeah, I am yeah, whole. Yeah. And so I am happy just having my camera. Like, anytime I go anywhere, like, normally I keep it in the car. Anytime I go anywhere, it's Dude, with me. That, the fact that you're a photographer is so fucking cool. Like, and you're good at it, too. Thank you. You, you are. You, you're really good at it. Which is, like, I, I keep telling you, but well, you'd be good at cinef- cinematography. You, 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 it, I think it would just come natural for yeah, you. Yeah, I feel so, like, uh, as well. And as much as you know about directors, and as, like, when I was a kid, the, the, the only reason why I ever got behind a camera was because I wanted to record video. I wanted to make movies. As a kid, that was my, my dream growing up, was to be a director. <laughs> Honestly. For a very long time, and even now, I'm like, well, it's not completely out of the picture. It's not something that I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I could, I mean, if we start doing these videos, then, then I would say that I'm, you know, starting somewhere. Yeah, we yeah. haven't started anything yet. No. So the the fact that you want to be an actor and I want to be a director and an actor, there's we, directors we, that do that. Yeah, we're yeah yeah we we do that all the time. We. I'm saying, like, I'm part of the yeah. circle, but, yeah, they do that all the time. Directly. See, yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, yeah. that seems like, I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. Literally, you're, yeah. you're living your best life being fake. <laughs> 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 but, man, <laughs> and I say being fake, but sometimes, you know, you get roles into which you are emotionally invested and legit, dude, you are being as genuine as you can be behind that like that role yeah like you feel the sympathy you know you feel the pain for them and stuff so that's what i felt about that that the first role i ever had yeah yeah the first role i ever took was probably the most complex i mean he wasn't even that complex but yeah. he had the most dimensions to him mm. uh, I, ever, ever since then I've, I've just been like you know a clown uh so, uh just some some guy that works at a psychiatric uh Ward, which he was a fun character to play, mm. but still the most complex was that first guy, Kyle from Exit Pursuit by a Bear. And it was because that entire play was about the characters. And those okay. are the those are the strongest stories. Yeah. Yeah. When stories are about stories, they're fucking boring. But when they're about characters, they, it becomes a lot more alive. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but man, I, I I mean, I want to start on little skits, little fun skits, like something funny, and then you know start touching on something like more emotional, mm-hmm. something that'll uh, like emotionally invest you, like situations that people go through in real life, and you know just act it out. Yeah, that's what I like. I, I like I said, I have. I don't want to say it because yeah, I don't want to yeah. spoil anything. But well, uh, I'm wor- I'm working on something, and it was just watching. Again, it was watching Pulp Fiction. I got really excited by it. Maybe we need to like sit down and watch it and like have a notepad. They have it on Netflix. So, but it was a lot of fun because the dialogue in that movie is just phenomenal. Mm. And I was like, I I like listening to that. I like I listening I've to people. Watched it in talk. a long time. Yeah, all it is is just a lot of mundane conversation that's really interesting huh. that's going on, and it's about the characters. Nice. The plot does not matter. There's barely any plot. It's about the characters going through. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like random situations. And like I said, those are the strongest stories. There's this once, uh, like music, you know how you said earlier, like uh, sometimes you'll listen to a song when you're 
along the lines of like when you're a little kid and then you listen to it later and like all the oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. you feel it. There's was one uh scene in Pulp Fiction that's like I watched the first time I watched Pulp Fiction I was like seventeen. And there's one scene in there. I'm not gonna say it. But uh, there's one scene that I I, just, I remember watching and being like, oh, that was that was cool, but it was, like, weird. Mm-hmm. And then I had an experience, and then I watched it again, and I see that scene, and it just hits me yeah. really hard. And I'm just like, oh, my God, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is intense. It has a completely different context yeah. now, and that's a beautiful thing about movies. Like, it hit me like a song would. Yeah. And it, that, was cool, that was cool as fuck to experience. It's, it's, really, it's really crazy that you bring that up because, you know, it, it reminds me, like, there are certain songs that I listen to and, like, it'll be, like, I have over 4,000 songs on my Spotify, but I'll throw it on shuffle and, like, it'll play a song that I haven't heard in fucking years or a long time or whatever. And it takes me back to the first time I heard it or what for whatever reason, the most memorable time I ever heard it. And there's like, I don't remember what song like off the top of my head, but there's a song that I think that I listen to. And it takes me back to being in the backseat about 11 years old with my Game Boy Color playing fucking Pokemon Crystal (laughs) on a road trip somewhere. And And it just, I hear that song and I hear it in the car and I just, it puts me there, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're there. It's like, you can feel the air. It is. It's completely just mind blowing, which your mind can like literally make you like, like think you feel, you know? Right, right. Music is, I love those kind of uh, situations, man. There's got to be a name for like that phenomena type shit. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) Just. You know, I don't know. I like. I feel like uh, there's certain songs. Like I have some songs that are like hype and like it, they'll they'll like boost you up and they'll like motivate you to be better just because they're talking about how good they're doing. So man, music it it's everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I would listen. I would listen to a lot of depressing shit for years. And then, like, one day I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start listening to different types of music. And then I did, and that, that had an effect on me. It changes your mood. Just keep If you keep listening to, to depressing shit, that's all you're going to be, you know? Dude, it's, it, uh, it's crazy because uh, at the beginning of this year, I met somebody who is uh, one of the only, like, two people that, like, listen to, like, most of the music that I listen to and fuck with it heavy. Um, but people that... I find that have the same taste in music as myself, dude, fucking amazing because it's like, oh, you know this song? Yeah, I know this song and like we sing it long and, uh, you know, whatever. You just relate through music. Yeah, music yeah. to me is, again, again very, very powerful. Uh, and to find somebody that also thinks the same way about music. Mm-hmm. It's it's oh, great, man, dude. Yeah, so and the, the music that you like, too. Oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's a, it's a different connection. It's a different, uh, it's a different way to relate uh, with somebody. But it's, and, it's beautiful. And it's it. fun to talk about, too. Like, hey, hey, you like these guys? Oh, dude, I fucking love those guys. Yeah, it's just like sit, people sit there that nobody like, else likes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, man, it's just, it's great. Like, you like the Black Keys? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Those, they're great, man. I, I like music like that. Real, like, they're, they're, they're more bluesish, bluesish. Uh-huh. But, like, Alabama Shakes. And like, I like real soulful music. Yeah. That I, I'm really into all that shit. See, and I would say that I like soul as well, but um, I don't know why lately I've been more intrigued by the hip-hop culture, and like truly, like I've been listening to, um, you know, Kanye. Kanye's a lot of, uh, one of the artists uh, that a lot of people kind of just shake off because of 
who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he's Kanye West. Like, what the fuck is this guy possibly, like, singing about? The dude doesn't even smile. <laughs> um, but no, like, listening to it, there's a uh, song, one of my favorite songs, period, is by him. It's called Violent Crimes, talking about daughters. And so, or Violent Crimes, he speaks about, you know, um, how pe- how men act a certain way until they have daughters, and then shit changes. You know, and then you're trying to keep them away from people like him. Yeah. You know, and it's... Dude, it's, I've, I've had that thought before. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's real shit. Yeah. You know, because people do change, you, you know. I don't have kids now, but the moment that I do, my life is going to change, and I promise you that. Like, my life yeah. will stop, and it is going to be a whole new life right then and there. Dude, seriously, man, like... And it, I, it, I it can only get better. It can only get better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I used to think of kids, or even last year, you know, I didn't have this, like, little uh, uh, switch to go off in my brain until, like, maybe a couple weeks ago, like, but... I kind of want kids. Whoa. I kind of want Whoa. them. I kind of do. You know? This is crazy because, this is a, you know, you and I have spoke about how much I want kids. Yeah. And, you know, I've been wanting kids for a long time. And, you know, I, I love my niece. Like, she's everything I, I have for now. Um, but I've asked you. I was like, well, how do you feel about kids? You're like, eh, I don't know, man. I think I'd be okay if I didn't have kids. <laughs> but if it happened, then it happened. But now it's almost a desire. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd say that you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm gonna go out right now and try to have a kid, but like I, my perspective is changing on it, you know. Yeah. And, but I still stick to the fact that not fact, but the theory of that if I end up do having a kid, it's definitely gonna be by accident. But, well, yeah, and by that's that, okay. by, that's and okay. by that by accident, I mean I'm already with the girl who like I'm already you know. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We already okay. have an established okay. relationship. I was like, damn, you going to cheat on her? <laughs> no. Sorry, I misunderstood that at the beginning. I was no. like, damn, bro. Like, this was an accident. Like, like I don't know, it's some fucking Usher confession <laughs> type shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like it's going to happen that way. Like, I'll, I'll, just, have, I'll just have a girlfriend, and it's going to happen. They're going to come up to me. Hey, I'm pregnant. Oh, shit. Well, I guess I wasn't careful enough. And bam. <laughs> Like, damn, I thought I didn't time that right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, it's like, at, at some point, you're, it's it, it's going to be like a different reaction. Now that you have a, like a different mindset behind it, a different attitude, it's going to go from, oh, shit, to, oh, shit. You know? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, nice. Okay. High five. <laughs> we did the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn. <laughs> I just got to watch you get fat, and then you push the baby out. And yeah. I have to, I have to stay employed. That's it. <laughs> I have to stay employed and bring in an income. All right. If we're gonna make this work, that's we're just let's be let's be logical let's, here. Let's be real. <laughs> man, it is what it is. Like that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Life, life lately, dude. Like I don't know. I know that my attitude, and my mindset have a lot to do with it. But I think life in general right now is great. We are. Yeah, I'm, nice. I mean, I'm at a point where I am peaceful. I. I I like myself again, it's, yeah. and it had been a long time. I've been liking myself for a little bit now, for a couple months. But I think overall, like like I just went through a time where I was dark and it was just me, and I felt alone being alone. Yeah. And now when I'm alone, I I don't feel so alone. You know, I don't mind the the lonely the the solitude. I won't say loneliness. I don't mind the solitude, um, like I did. And yeah. so it's like, I don't know. You're learning how it, to yeah, how like, to just enjoy your own company. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, overall, like, I just feel like 
2019 is is definitely coming it's, in with some very good vibes. It's it's go it's going well, man. Very yeah, good vibes. So and as long as you keep speaking <clears throat> on that, you gonna make that happen. You gonna make it happen. I'm gonna be 24 next fe- in February. Oh shit, you're gonna, gonna be 24. Be, I'm gonna be 24, not 25. 24. I'm entering my mid 20s. Entering. I this is the way I see it. Every age, you start off like uh, 20, 30, or 40, whatever. Yeah. When you're 20, you're not in your 20s, all right? You're just not. It's a free trial, and you get to <laughs> see what the fuck is, at, is going on, all right? Okay. And you, you start your 20s when you're 21. And then from there on, you have three years in each age segment. Uh-huh. So 21 to, through 23, you're in your early 20s. 24 through 27, is that? No, 26, you're in your mid-20s. 27 to 29... Late twenties, and then bam, you're thirty. But even even then, you're not even thirty. It's your free it's trial. A trial. <laughs> it's a trial. All right, you're seeing what the fuck is gonna happen. It's crazy. You're soaking everything in. <laughs> it's crazy that you put a perspective like that, uh, you know, on time. Yeah. Because I used to do that, and right before this, like before I turned twenty five, because I turned twenty five in November. I'm in my mid twenties. <laughs> uh, so. Before this, though, I, even when I, like, up to the night before when I was still 24, I would say that I'm 21 for the fourth time. <laughs> and so, it wasn't until I was 25 that I turned 25, and then once I turn 25, I'll, I'll be 25 until I'm 29. Yeah. And then, you, you when know, you turn 30, you're going to be 21. <laughs> I never thought about getting to 30. God damn, I might, I might have to go back to 21. Just... <laughs> Tune it back. But it's crazy because like I, I too play with you know, I not play with time, but it's yeah. like you call it something different. It's a it changes its perspective. Yeah. I, I sat because uh, I actually just sat <laughs> sat down one day. I was like, Oh how how are you in your early this, mid that, and then late this and then I sat I down. Think I, I think I, I thought of like that like you as well. Yeah, I thought about it and that's when I decided, you know, the beginning, <laughs> you're not you're not in the age you think you are. You're just not. Until you hit it doesn't the, hit you until yeah. it's like, oh, I'm done with it. Yeah, until a year later. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's it's time's flying now. It's flying it's at, crazy, a reta- at a yeah. retarded rate. Like it No, like, the opposite of retarded. Literally, it's accelerated. <laughs> <laughs> well like when I when I turned twenty three is like that's where I felt everything just start rushing. Yeah. Like the mo it felt like the moment I turned twenty three, I was like, Oh shit, this is not gonna stop. I'm only getting older. I need to do something, yeah. dude. <laughs> See, no, I think mine hit me early because I, I, I moved out of my mom's house when I was 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, it's like I've had to, like, be everything for myself. And, and, well, me and, you know, at some point, you know, other people as well. So, I've, I mean, I've been paying bills ever, you know, ever yeah, since, yeah. like, but before my 20s. Oh shit! Yeah, so <laughs> that's impressive. Here we are, like seven years later, and I'm still like you know living alone and shit. But man, it's just. But I mean, your experience. It's seven You're an years. Adult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been an adult for seven years, though. That's what's scary. It's like, all right, well, I'm like seven years deep. It's like I'm right around the corner from being ten years deep yeah, into too, adulthood. Too, seriously, seriously. And it's like, it's getting better, but man, I needed to get better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it will, though. Yeah, it no, it's will. got to. It's got to. I, I, it has to. It's, it only has to get better. Unless you make a really stupid decision. Which, yeah, yeah. we're trying not to. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you, you call it, you, it just depends on your uh, your idea of a stupid decision. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go think, and knock I someone so. up right now. I will. 
I don't think it's stupid. I don't think that's stupid. I think because it'll, it'll yeah, it'll. I think that'll kick me into higher in, into an even higher gear because I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I I'm doing well, but I need to do better. But so having a kid right now would put me into a, uh, this spot where it's like, all right, dude, now it's time to hustle. Now it's time to grind. <laughs> now it's time to get to fucking work. So the government doesn't take your fucking kid away. Well, <laughs> that, I mean, I, I, I know. I mean, I, I know. I'll, I'll be a good dad and yeah. everything but it's like it's more like i'm gonna give this fucking kid the best life he's ever gonna have you know because it's his only life yeah, yeah. but i mean i'm the one responsible for it, making sure that that kid has a good life quality yeah and my parents i feel like they did a wonderful job raising me and you know uh, i had two very great examples <laughs> from both of them so Man, I am grateful for my parents, and I just strive to be as good as they are one day, so. Yeah, dude, uh, same. I appreciate my parents a lot. I mean, we have our disagreements. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And who doesn't? Yeah, everybody's going to have disagreements, but I'm, I'm going to love them. They, they, I, I'm all right. Yeah. I've you know, yeah. been to jail once, but, same. You know, <laughs> but you know, nobody's perfect. No, and, 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 okay. And so that's not me. even a bad. That's not even a bad thing. Like, go, like getting arrested does not make you a bad person. No, you just made and, a fucking mistake. Yes, and now you feel like it made you a better person afterwards. Yeah, I think. It, I think I'm a lot. I'm a lot more careful. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I respect. It gave me a little more self respect. Yeah, I think you know because like it, it gave me a reality. Yeah, no, dude, and it it's really it, you feel like a sh- like a piece of shit while you're in jail, dude, for real. It's like fuck, man, I really fucked up. <laughs> like I, I, did, I did the damn thing. It's cold in there. You don't you don't have your shoes on. And those fucking blankets are all crusty. Oh my god, do you know what it reminded me of? Yeah, when a SpongeBob made that sweater for a Squidward. Oh my god, with his eyelashes. Yes, it reminded me of that because it was the same color too, and it felt like. Eyelashes. Uh, I was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible. I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. This it is sucks. not it, chief." <laughs> and then the, to the chief. And then the food. Oh my god! Dude, I didn't even fucking eat. Dude. I was out. I was out early in the morning because I mean, mine happened around four o'clock in the morning, and so my mom, and my sister didn't pick up, uh, but. Uh, they saw the missed calls first thing in the morning because I called them each like seven times at four o'clock. They knew something was going on. <laughs> and so the first thing they did was check the hospitals <laughs> and then they checked jail. And sure enough, by eight o'clock, uh, my mom had already, uh, I had called my mom and she's like, yeah, we know we're already, we've already got your bondsman getting you just hang tight. <laughs> then they brought me this crusty fucking moldy ass apple. I was like, what is this for? Fucking, uh. Moonshine? <laughs> you expect me to break the law in jail right now? You want me to distill you, this? You're setting me up for failure right now. <laughs> let's, see what the, let's see what this fucking Mexican does with it. <laughs> oh, dude, it was terrible. And getting a bondsman, that was that was also something I didn't know about. Like, I knew about bondsmen. I just didn't know when they came in. Yeah. Yeah, and then... The, the, there was a there was a, a wall of them like who to call yeah. and the first guy I called just happened to be like the best fucking dude he was like really solid and he got he got me out with him I mean the next day you know yeah yeah, yeah. but still he, he was like really adamant about getting me out and shit and even though my dad had to come and you know personally get me out of there but still like it, it was it was crazy dude and I still have his card just in case really I have his card just in case when I, when I when I fucked up and I did all the stupid shit that I did I um I fought it <laughs> like I knew I was I knew I was at fault I knew I fucked up but at the time I was like fuck it I got the money I went and bought me a $7,000 lawyer and I have his card in my wallet really? <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
So, I mean, I went and dropped a lot of money. It probably shouldn't have, but, like, I never lost my license. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I always had the ability to drive. So, I mean, it was, I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a lot worse. Taking away your license, that would suck. I mean, I'd still be driving, but damn, could you imagine getting caught after that? I mean, people start going to jail for that shit every time. And, like, that, I mean, the whole purpose of fighting it was to stay out of jail, period. Yeah. So, um, did my probation. And that was really easy, because, again, that lawyer, well worth the seven grand. (laughs) Well worth the seven grand. He did a hell of a good job. He just went in there, like... (laughs) Flaunted his hands and it just made it, most of it go away. And I think he did a hair flip and they're like, "All right, six, uh, one year probation, no community service, no fines, no nothing." Like I'll, a Jedi yeah. mind trick. <laughs> and he's like, "He made me check in every other month, so I checked in five times because he didn't. The the PO didn't even ask me to go in for the last time. <laughs> he didn't even ask me. He's like, dude, 'Dude, you're good.' And he never. I never like. I went in there, like, has anything changed? Phone number, address, still the same? Yes, sir. Has has been gone. How's work? You know, chit chat. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, you're you're all set up. Come back in two months. <laughs> that was it. Like I was in there, in and out of there, because I was always in my like suit and tie, because I was on my way to work. Mm-hmm. But I was always in my suit and tie, in and out of there in like seven minutes. Yeah, it's stuff like that that they notice too. Like, yeah. if you walk in there just like in your pajamas and shit, they're gonna be like, "Well, this guy doesn't fucking care." Yeah, and he's he's probably doing. I should drug test him right now to see. <laughs> probably if high. Yeah, right now. Yeah. You go in there, like, looking sharp and shit, like, you care. They're going to be like, all right, well, he's doing what he's supposed to. And even if he's not, he's putting in a pretty good effort to yeah. make it look like he's not. Yeah. <laughs> so, meh, for the work that you put in. No, and, and the last time that I did check in um, was on June 13th, and I was on my uh, <coughs> on my way out that morning to uh, go to a concert. And because he's, he was always so used to me going to work afterwards, I was not about to tell him that I was about to leave town to go get drunk and go to a concert. <laughs> so I still dressed up. I ironed my clothes just to go check in for seven minutes. It was a smart move. It was. That was a smart move. You, know, you, you got to be strategic <laughs> with the shit. Because I, I feel like they noticed that, like, off the bat. You know, if you just walked in with the shirt that said ass, you know, or something said, like that. I eat ass. <laughs> and then, like, glow sticks everywhere. They're going to be like. Come on, man. You really think you're full of me? <laughs> yeah, I think that I think you're right. I mean, the first impression definitely left because, uh, I mean, I went over there. My lawyer, for one, is ginormous. He's fucking tall as hell. Fuck. Um, walked in. There was, you know, his suit. And I, he was introducing me to the to the to the workers there at the at the probation office, and I was you know I was in my suit and tie too, <laughs> and uh, so here we are, two sharp looking dudes and shit in there, um, and so that was that was how they met me, and that's how they saw me every single time. Okay, All so right. they just, you made a mistake, you know they they saw yeah, it as that this yeah. guy just fucking made a mistake. We've all been there, you know, and it was fucked up, dude. And I, I, you've you've already known, but literally. I I went in for a DWI. I was drinking and driving. Yeah. Stupid ass thing. Don't fucking drink and drive. Ever. Call a fucking Uber. We got one of those motherfuckers. We got one, now. dude. We got one. Big spring. <laughs> we doing it. Um, but call that guy. Don't fucking drink and drive. So when I did, though, um, I was driving perfectly fine. I promise you I was. No swerving, no nothing. This guy got me right in front of the mall where he changes from uh, 50 over on uh, the east side of FM. And right in front of the mall, it changes to 45. Yeah. Well, I had it on cruise control because, again, I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to speed. I don't want to, like, slow down too much. So I put it on cruise control at 50. Missed the fucking speed limit sign that said 45. And the motherfucker lit me up. 
Oh my so I God. got a warning for speeding. A warning for speeding, and I went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <coughs> I had been pulled over uh, a couple, a few times before I had gotten arrested, and I never got a ticket. I've, I've gone to jail before I've ever gotten a ticket, dude. Wow. Yeah. See, I got I got a ticket before and after I got arrested. <laughs> but again, none of those have ever stayed on my record because I've expunged them all. Uh, yeah, I haven't got my shit expunged entirely. Like, but like if, if I like even my DWI doesn't show up on my driving record, it'll show up on my criminal record, but not my driving record. Oh, okay. Like nice. my driving record is clean as fuck. Nice. Not a single speed limit or single uh, speeding ticket has ever stayed on. I've always done the defensive driving bullshit. Nah. I had to take a, a drug a drug awareness class, I think. And oh, I went to one of those at the college by the uh, one of the offices. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's so dumb because I'm so proud of myself for this. <laughs> at the end, you know, you take a test. Yeah. And uh, I fucking aced it. Don't. I aced it, dude. I was the only one in that group that got 100. Don't do, <laughs> don't do crack. Don't do any of the above. Bam! <laughs> it was kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think one one uh, question that everybody got, like, confused about was, uh, I think it was a kind of a vocabulary issue, too. And uh, it was, uh, what do um, most mainstream media things or movies usually do about drugs? And it's it was a multiple question, and the answer was glamorize, mm. you know, and that's the one I chose, which was correct. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people just didn't go for that because they they I don't know they just didn't understand yeah. the word, and I, th- that's where I felt like you know what you kind of have a, you know you you're a little better at language than most people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, just different different like uh, contexts will change the, the you know the meaning of a word because. You think glamour, you don't think drugs. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's a, it's more of an adjective at that point. It's just a description of something different. Yeah. And it's not something that you're used to u- uh, using. You're not used to using glamour to describe drugs yeah. and alcohol. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it just really, it changes it up. And you don't really hear that word until like, you, you hear it. In, uh, I think glamour, dude. I'm thinking runway, honestly. Like a fucking runway, like models and shit. Like really? Glamour, yeah. Oh, glamour, yeah. yeah. I think, I think that too. That's what comes to mind. Glamorize, I think <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. What? Because uh, what? Back back when that movie came out, people were slamming it because it glamorized drugs yeah. and that sort of lifestyle, and that's kind of how I learned the word. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like when I hear the word glamorize, I think back. To oh, like, dude. Wall so that really, yeah, at the end of the day, that really is why you got the question right. Yeah, pretty much. No. And like I knew, I know what the word means too, but still, I, I thought back to Wolf of Wall Street when I saw that question. Like that's what that's that's the answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I love it when uh when people like uh, Chris is really good at it. Uh, he'll uh re- retweet and repost stuff that uh, Jordan Belfort fucking shares on Twitter. Oh, man. On, on his Facebook, like I have his uh, stuff, uh, I I go to his profile or his page, and then I go to see first. So anytime he posts something, I see it at the top of the list, like hey. always. <laughs> um, so he's always posting something, yeah. dude. I'm well, surprised. a lot of his stuff is just like for a week straight, he'll post the same fucking shit, <laughs> like really, and then he'll sponsor it, so it'll just keep popping up in my timeline. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm motivated. I can't not be. 
<laughs> I gotta just take this guy's job and get him out of the fucking way so I don't see his advertisements anymore. That's what he wants it's me to do. It's gotta be me. It's gotta be me. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, man, life is fun right now. It's, it's a lot of fun. Dude, um, I, I just hope at the end of the year, you know, we're like fucking 10 steps further. Yeah. Our know? buddy, um, uh, on on Marcus on on Facebook he uh, he said we should make some predictions like where do you see yourself in a year right now in a year yeah like us as individuals no like your comedy real quick we'll, like, we'll hit different projections real quick but in a year um I thought about this before but in a year I probably I just I want to be doing uh, at least feature acts mm-hmm. in like maybe Dallas and Austin and shit like that you know I want to actually drive somewhere yeah see and really drive somewhere and it's good that you have that goal because again i met that guy the other day that runs a couple bars in austin (laughs) he was buddies with the guy that was playing here that dude rick the the older guy he's playing guitar was it when you didn't go was it yeah because i sat i sat i sat with johnny andrew jennifer and armando cortez Uh. so it was just us and we're listening to the guy he was from austin uh, he and his buddy, who is the bar manager, were traveling to Odessa and stopped by here. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were from there, so they stopped by. Uh, they actually double booked that guy and JR at the same time, so open mic was a little weird. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah or somebody didn't do it right, but... Yeah, something always happens with the open mic. Yeah. Because <laughs> people forget about open mic. Really? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of, like Sometimes... I'll, I remember, like, a few months ago, just asking, hey, man, is there an open mic tonight? And most of the bartenders would be like, I don't know. We, I don't know. We have an open mic? Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, but there always was. There always was. I, don't, I can't think of one time that they didn't, you know. But sometimes there would be, like, a, a metal show. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Booked for that. And, mm-hmm. and I this, I remember one time... Uh, they they were like they were like you can go on after the metal show and I was like I'm like I can't follow a fucking metal show are you <laughs> a serious whole ass metal show <laughs> damn because people are already rowdy at that point yeah yeah they, they don't they don't want to hear some asshole go up and just tell jokes <laughs> after like this this like intense music playing and people punching each other in the face you know <laughs> not, have, not having not having dads and shit man you went there <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes though. <laughs> it's ma'am <laughs> that video Dude, oh my god let's talk about that for a second he, he goes he goes just take it outside i'll show you a cert like bitch what what, what are you like, even doing right now? Go home. <laughs> what are you trying to be right now, dude? Like, you can't switch around. You're as confused <laughs> as I am. <laughs> oh, man. At a GameStop. What the fuck was he getting at a GameStop? She. <laughs> yeah, dude. She. It's ma'am. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't know, ma'am. Man, <laughs> dude, and then everybody's like making those memes, dude. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love the moment somebody like, like, okay, so her intention was to not get mis, you know, misgendered, um, and like all this did, all it did, her causing that scene, all it did 
was making go fucking viral. Real. Now she's, that just backfired on her so hard. Now she's a meme. Now she's a meme. <laughs> like that neck guy. That guy with the neck. Oh, dude. <laughs> See you next year. Like, bro. Like, could you imagine having that as your mugshot? It goes on the newspaper, goes out. And next thing you know, five years later, you come out and you find out that you became a fucking meme. <laughs> How do you feel about your life right then? Or even while you're in there, you just have your picture going around, going viral. Everybody fucking sees your face. If anything, you have to think about it positively. Dude. <laughs> like, like, damn, I'm famous. For Infamous. the wrong reasons. Infamous. <laughs> Infamous. It's different. Infamous. <laughs> That's the word, dude. Uh, I would hate to be a meme, though. Dude, like, I, I honestly, really, I really if it was would. a good meme, I'd love to If it be was a good one. But if it was just like... If it was someone clowning on me, then yeah. fuck them and not on I, I, I ain't down with it, but I might share it. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't say much. I share almost anything, man. And that's that's something that's been really controversial. Um, my dad, literally, he was like, dude, what the fuck have you been posting online? You know we have family on there, right? Yeah. <coughs> I think the one that did it was the one, like, dude... <laughs> The one, the, the one that you eat ass? <laughs> I literally posted a picture that says, I eat ass. And I had 50 plus people like that shit. Like, Damn. y'all are weird. <laughs> y'all are freaks. And it's like, <laughs> that was the one that did it for him? <laughs> that's the one that did it. And I mean, it's just, it's, it happened on multiple occasions. There's a picture of a billboard that says, of somebody eating a burger. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, I, um, I eat it like a man. I grab it uh, with both hands. Or something like that. Yeah. It was just what was like an innuendo. Yeah. Innuendo. It was an innuendo, dude. And yeah. I love innuendos. <laughs> like hidden co- hidden hidden funnies are yeah. great. D- Disney's the master at that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when we spoke about this on a podcast that never aired about how cartoons in general do that. Dr. Lipschitz off of the fucking Rugrats. Yeah. Lip Talking shits. about, yeah, you, you listen, like you go back and listen to the advice that the doctor has given the mom. It was horseshit. It's shit. complete bullshit. <laughs> it is. Dr. Lipshits. <laughs> and it's like, it made so much sense then. It's fucking great. And they got away with it. Yes. They fucking got away with it, dude. And I mean, man, it's just, this is why we're a little twisted, I think. Yeah. That's why we all have like a like a piece of dark humor yes. that we carry with all of us, you know. Dark humor is beautiful, though. It's it's fun. It's it's a great way to deal with horrible trauma. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can argue most humor is like that, you know, unless it's innocent humor when you're just hanging out with a little kid or something. But most, a lot of humor is just people like trying to get through fucking something terrible that happened yeah. to them. <laughs> Man, but it's uh. You, like I was telling somebody, laughter and orgasms are like literally the best medicine for anything. Yeah, the yeah. Best medicine for anything, bro. For real, for real, dude. Like, you feeling low? Do one of the two. Do one. Of the <laughs> do one of the. Or two. you uh, do both. <laughs> that I mean, it, what are you watching, dude? You know how much you know how much masturbating has saved my life. <laughs> like, like I have been. There had been times that, like, I was going to go hang out with a girl or something, and I just jerked off, and then, like, I didn't want to hang out with her anymore. Why? Because it wasn't because I was interested in her. It's because I wanted to bang her. That was it. you were bored. You know, exactly. That was, and, then, and then you just let one out, and you, it, 
And then it, you're suddenly <laughs> back in reality, like, wow, I really dodged a bullet here. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could have gotten laid, but it could have gone, like, south, you know? Like, you could have had a kid with somebody you didn't fucking want a kid with. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I think it saved a lot of lives. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it saved a lot of lives. You just changed that perspective a bit on it, and you have a whole different story. But but that's my advice today, is, like, quit letting your dick think for you, all right? Dude, if, you, if you're really if you If you really want to hang out with a girl, if you really want to know if you like her... Jerk off. And if you still want to hang out with her, then you really like the girl. Fuck. Then you really like the girl. That would be deep, Serge. I'm that serious. Deep. I'm serious, dude. I'm serious. I'm absolutely serious. And if you don't, if you let one out and you don't want to hang out with her, then you're just horny. That's it. That's all it is. That is our beginning advice for 2019 on the Come and Get It podcast. Yes. So we're gonna, we're, I'm going to give shitty life tips throughout, too. But that was a really good one. That was, like, legit <laughs> advice. Like, if you if you, if you you let one out and you still want to hang out with the chick, then you like her. You may continue. Yeah, dude. For real. <laughs> and, and best wishes on your endeavor. Oh, man. The, that That's true love right there. That is. That, that is true love, dude. So far, I think only it's only happened like one time that I've actually yeah. actually wanted to hang out with a girl. <laughs> Damn, it's only happened like one time. Other than that, it is it is what it is. Yeah, I just I just I just want I just wanted some pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it would be like that sometimes, man. It's, it's a basic human necessity. It, it's a there we go, there we go, and that's back to my friends with benefits thing. All right, it's a basic human necessity. Why are you going to say no to something like that, all right? Just, just. I, I personally, uh, you know, and uh, it's been spoke about, I think it's been a little bit more hinted. But yeah, dude, I think uh, <clears throat> having friends with benefits could definitely be a thing because you, you're you not there for the emotional attachment. Should it happen, then you run the risk of losing a friend, whatever. But, I mean, if you go in there with the right mindset, you go in there and you speak on what it is. You know, you have to be clear that, hey... Let's fuck around, but leave it at that. You yeah, know, we're yeah. not trying to like make this any anything different. You get some, you get, you know, you meet somebody else. It is what it is. You know, we'll we'll stay friends. We'll go back to what we were. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, I'm lonely. You're lonely. I'm, you know, chilling. <laughs> you chilling? You chilling? But I, I don't know. Um, I think the the bigger problem is definitely having um, not having. Female friends that think the same way. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different <laughs> obstacle. Because it's not like, it, it's weird. Like, you don't want to be like, so how do you feel about this? And then they're like, eh, I don't know. It's probably weird, you know? Yeah. You don't want to sit there and like try to convince somebody to become a friends with benefits. Yeah, because yeah. then it's just going to be like, well, you, you just want to sound with me? desperate. Yeah, yeah it sounds yeah. weird. So it's like, how do you go about that? How do you, how do you make the conversation start? I think you just have to like, you know, buckle up and be like, yo, I've been thinking this. I think you're attractive. We can do this if you want. It if sounds not, like we could so buy. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So like, cool. We could go right now. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm a gentleman. I'll let you do it right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <coughs> yeah, that that's something that, that I have not done. Hmm. I, I haven't I haven't done that. It'd be, it'd be fun. I wonder what sort of like emotional trauma I'd go through. Yeah, but, like, honestly, you know, but it's because there it's has another, to be something. That, but knowing that that yeah, knowing that there's that potential that you you or you know that person is going to get hurt, and you both have to walk in there knowing that, that yeah that you were in a risk. Um, it also it would teach you something. It would definitely be a lesson. And if you want to, like, take a step back at the end of the day when you're both hurt and, like, okay, yeah, that hurt me, but it hurt you too, 
we learn from this together. Yeah. And you, like make a whole new bond. Yeah. And then fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> Get hurt all over again. <laughs> Intentionally. And then you go back knowing each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, it, 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 it can be a teaching tool. It can yeah. definitely be a teaching tool. You know? Because I'm not good at sex. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good at it, all right? <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> Dude, most we're guys, only an hour in, bro. We know it's, that was too soon. No, most guys are not, I feel like. And a lot, a, a lot of guys just do, do, do not want to admit that. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of guys walk around like thinking that they get pussy all the time. When you don't, you just don't. I'm sorry. A lot of people... It's not I, about how much you get. It's about how you, how you treat it, I suppose. <laughs> to, to put it in kind words, you're still trying to keep it... I mean, we're still talking about what we're talking about, but I'm trying to okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I think guys should be a little more humble about that shit. Yeah. You know, I was like, quit walking around like you tear it up every time. You yeah, don't. Well, well, you, well. Just, you don't. <laughs> There's been times where, where, where I've, you know, been complimented. And that shit does yeah, fucking yeah, blow yeah, your fucking yeah, ego yeah. up, dude. And I'm not going to lie. That's where, that's where guys get it. Whether the chick is lying because she likes him or not. It's, that's where it you're comes right, from. It's an right. ego thing, and then you're like big headed. Because, I mean, recently I feel like I've been real big headed, but and it's not even because <laughs> I've been with anybody. <laughs> so it's just it's just it's different, you know. <laughs> but it it is nice to be complimented. I've yeah. been complimented before, you know. But and sometimes I, I, it's it's your company that compliments you even. Like you're like okay, well, like for example, on us uh, like a different subject. Like I feel like. Having you around, like, I feel like you're, you're like, you're on the fucking radio, dude. Like, having you around is compliment to me, you know? Yeah. And, like, you know, the same way, the other way around, I feel like it's just, we, we, the people around you can compliment you. The people around you says a lot about who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It dude. really does. Yeah. So, and I feel like, even though, like, I'm wild, I never, I don't have filters, I don't know how to shut the fuck up. To be honest, I don't know how to stop sharing shit that I probably shouldn't be sharing. <laughs> I blocked my dad. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I blocked my 2019, dad. Twenty nineteen, everybody. <laughs> I love the guy. Love the guy. I check on him every now and then. On you know, I'll text him, but not 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 on Facebook. He doesn't even like my stuff, man. I'm sad. <laughs> I mean, he could have at least mad reacted to the shit. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Express how you feel. Don't be. Don't be like that. Don't come, don't come up to me and catch me by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, in person, like, he's gonna call me out, put me on the spot in person, and I'm just like fucking. Cause I'm quick. I'm quick to like turn red, mm. and I turned red, bro. And he's like, I was like, I just laughed. I was like, <laughs> so uh, blocked. <laughs> I'll stop that. I promise. You won't see my posts anymore. <laughs> and As a matter well, of fact. You're not going to see me anymore. Think <laughs> about. But, but uh, yeah, having the right company around, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, I don't hang out with pretty much anybody except yeah. for you. Now. Yeah. I, I really don't. <laughs> and when I do, ha- like, yesterday I hung out with Jesse, and it was it was different. Yeah. It really was different, man. I, well, I, and he said it himself. It was something that <laughs> even he said himself. People have this image of him. And that alone, it doesn't matter whether the, the image is true or not. Mm. It's the fact that people have this general image of him. And so hanging out with people with a certain image, you know, it's, it's just a bigger... Yeah, yeah. It makes you look like who, you know, that you are, who you're surrounding yourself by. Mm-hmm. When, you know, that's true for the most part, but it's not necessarily word for word every time. Yeah, yeah. You just be hanging around people because you get along with them, man. Yeah, like everybody that we hang out with at Open Mic. Those are the people that we are around, I would say. 
yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> are the the other the other entertainers. And man, I've been, I I need to start getting this together because I really want to go out. I want to be a part of the like the entertainers. You should do it. You should do so, it. Man. It's a fun. It's a fun world to I'm, be a part I, of. Like I said, I might be busy today, but okay. uh, <laughs> I might be. But uh, if anything, this is gonna be the first one that I miss, and if I miss it, um, it'll, since we started. Oh shit! Really? Basically. Damn, you're right. You're right. I've been there every yeah. fucking time. The only shows that I that I hadn't been able to go to before now, and now that I'm starting my new job, I'll be available to leave town at six o'clock because I'm gonna be getting out at five thirty. Hey. And we go, man. So now, I mean, now, like I said, we're going to have a lot more time. And time is money. We're going to turn this time into money, too. We're going to, we're, we're, we're making shit happen this year. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm speaking on it, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it happen, because we're about to work our asses off for this shit. We're selling hats. We could sell dude, hats. Dude, we, we, need to, we need to get some merch. Yeah, right. Some fucking some shirts. Some merch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> To be continued. Um, but yeah, so we need to start doing the shit um, and start kind of growing like on the, the fucking clips, dude. We need to start recording. Like, we need to get out. Like, we say we record and then we're in my house and poor lighting instead of going outside to the park during the beautiful fucking day that it is and putting some shit together, just acting. We need a third person. Is At what least. We need. we need a third person who's available, like, when we need them, you know? Yes, and somebody who likes acting. So we need to start there. We we could even uh, start by by asking the public if anyone would like to join us. Anybody that likes acting, anybody that's interested in doing kind of, whether it's improv or whether it's, like, written down script or if they if you guys have some scripts that you've got, you know, in mind... Little stories, maybe yeah. something that happened to you, you know, throughout your life or recently uh, that you would like to see reenacted. Just seeing a, another person's take on it. Yeah, man. Definitely. I, I, incur- I encourage anybody to write and express however way they feel in any artistic form. You know, because c- a lot of people, they, they, a lot of people do sit around with like hidden talents that they don't know about really? and things that they're really into that they don't, they don't want to talk, they don't want to talk about mm-hmm. because of, we li- we live in a society where everybody just fucking drinks and goes to work and nobody really talks about anything that they're passionate about. It, it's at least like not on social media or yeah, like really, and see, I, really sitting down and talking about it. And I it, really you know? think that that that's where the passion comes from for the for the podcast for us. We're out here and for the most part we've had on artists, entertainers of different kinds. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't stop, man. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's like. Uh, just different personalities and different people that do, uh, you know, th- different crafts, different careers. We had a uh, Kayla who was a teacher, mm-hmm. even show- so we have you know a variety of things. But people that just express themselves, we we don't have that enough. We don't have that enough. We don't. Not not nearly enough, man. And so I I, I love sitting down and talking. You know, whether it's just you or whether we have guests or a guest or guests. <laughs> um, and just like sitting around and legit just having a good ass conversation. It's therapeutic, dude. It. Yeah, yeah, it's therapeutic. It. Really? And also, try the open mic. Come on, guys. Yeah, like... Try, give it a um, shot. <laughs> I promise, I promise you get me... Get get me... Get two beers in me, and I will go up on stage, and I will sing karaoke with you. <laughs> I am more likely to sing karaoke than I, than I, I am <laughs> to do anything else, because, well, I fucking love karaoke. Some of y'all <laughs> know, because you've been to my house. Uh... 
whole ass karaoke machine and the fucking big ass, uh, I mean, the, the wireless microphones. We got it all. <laughs> so, I like singing. I don't do it well, but I love singing. Singing's fun, man. Uh, I wish I knew how to dance. <laughs> like, okay, I went to a, a uh, I think it was a Halloween party last year um, for a short bit. Um, and I danced, but I was drunk, but I danced really well. <laughs> and like, I was getting compliments and I was like, holy shit. Like I feel myself dancing really well. And this isn't like me. Like, this is cool. So I feel like I might have learned how to dance. Um, I'm, I was, you know, I was feeling loose at that point. I'm not going to lie. Um, so that helped out. And I've always, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I usually have to have a drink before I can. Oh get yeah. Drink. Same dude. That confidence same. juice. Like the a fucking wedding that I went to like I just got hammered <laughs> that's when I finally decided to go out and dance and I just let it loose man dude it's so it, much it's fun it's so much fun I it's love dancing so much fun I just again I, I just really wish like I don't know how to do cumbias and as a Mexican people <laughs> are fucking ashamed of that <laughs> they're like man I don't even know you like I will get disowned at the bar for not being able to dance Dude, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know how to do any of that. It's, it goes back to not having rhythm. <laughs> it goes back to not having rhythm, bro. Hey, man, at least you got a better sense of style. You know, you're not walking around with skinny jeans and a taco hat. <laughs> <laughs> taco. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, but like, but, I mean, but like when those, I see that style, are just, just, sometimes it just makes me laugh. I'm like, why? Do, do you remember those fucking pointy boots oh that God. were trending for a while? <laughs> I mean, these fucking things were going up to, like, your knee, just the curve of the boot. And I was like, man, it really would suck if someone if he kicked someone's ass. Literally yeah. someone in the ass. <laughs> and the bigger the boot, the more pussy you got, apparently. Like, like <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, like, I mean, some of those people were grabbing the boots and dancing with themselves. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Those are really big boots. <laughs> fucking Mexicans, dude. <laughs> like, you could literally not dance with a chick without your boot being upper skirt. Maybe that was the point. Maybe, maybe, bro. maybe just like to give it a little tickle or something, you know? Maybe Man. that was the point of all this. I think I might have just uncovered their secret, though. Right. I just put them on blast. <laughs> I don't. I, I've never worn boots. No, no. They're they're fun. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've worn boots and like cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not like. You know, I was like a kid, and then there, I'd I'd wear them every now and then for like dances or something, but. Yeah, if if you know how to wear them and you're wearing the right things with them, then yeah, they they're fucking dope, man. Huh. Yeah. But I, I, what I really like is uh, uh lace up boots. Like hmm. that that's apparently like a really huge thing now. Like, like combat boot kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, lace up okay. boots. Dude, I love those things so much. I actually I have a pair and but I just I just don't wear them because like my my foot has an arch, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. then like the way the boot is is, is made is like it's, it's yeah. like a ram, you know? And so, like, my arch will, like, come up, and it feels, like, super tight oh, on there. yeah. So I just, I think I just need to sell those, you know, and probably <laughs> get the right type for my for my feet, because yeah. they, they do kind of hurt when, I, when I'm walking around. Gotcha. Like, uh, suffocated. The closest thing to boots that I have are those dress shoes. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're kind of uh, boots. They're no, ankle they, high. They, they, they're they boots. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like boots. <laughs> like, but, uh Dude, you know uh, the the thing is, dude. I bought those over a year ago, and I didn't start wearing them <laughs> until December. I bought them for myself. Christmas of twenty seventeen, and oh, I did shit. not start wearing them till this December. 
Really? Last December, yeah. Dude, I've done that with shirts. Really? Yeah, I've done that. I've done that with a lot of shirts. So, like, they're just in my closet, and then I'll go back to like, huh? And I'll try it on, and bam, you know. Yeah, like a whole year later, like, hey, I remember. I remember you. <laughs> like I have, I have a pair of shoes that I think I'm wearing like three times, and they're like uh, uh, high tops. Are they They're Converse looking shoes? Really? I don't like Converse. You like, don't on me. Like I've never tried like legit Converse. Yeah. But I, I'm not a fan of them. No. I don't think it'd look good on me. No, I think I, think I have a wide foot though. It looks so when I step, it's just like expands the whole <laughs> fucking shoe. It's like a car cartoon. Yeah. Foot. It's like <laughs> like why is my why is my foot overflowing over the sole? <laughs> the sole and, of the shoe. And like you, your feet kind of have to get used. To wearing them too because like if you're if you're used to like supporting your shoes they're really flat and then if you're walking around them for like a day you're like you feel kind of sore and like yeah. your knees are kind of hurting you so you do have to get used to them a little bit dude um i'm a huge i'm like okay so i grew up wearing a lot of skate shoes so did i that's all i've ever worn and now it's it's like um <coughs> my feet got used to it and they it like i feel like uh, it ended up like getting a little bit flat-footed and so and wide now um, but, uh, now that I've started wearing tennis shoes, I find some that are, like, extremely, like, they're, like, orthopedic shoes. But, like, these oh. things, like, literally are featherweight, like, just super light shoes. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, walking on clouds. Dude, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Skate shoes are heavy. Yes. They're, they're fucking heavy, yeah. because they have to be, yeah. you know? But, like, you go and, like, get some running shoes or something, you're like, oh, Bro, my yes. God. This is amazing. <laughs> really, it's, um... And it's, like, I'm starting to get into, like, shoes a little bit more. Like, I'm not going out there buying Yeezys, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, for one, I think they, they are not great-looking shoes. No, I don't think no, no, Yeezy, no. Uh, Kanye West's clothing brand <laughs> at all is at all appealing. I mean, this, this shit's got holes in it. Yeah. Like, find your local neighborhood fucking hobo and f- trade him shirts. Have you seen the shirt that has a shirt attached to it? I don't think so. It goes for $1,300. Are you serious? It's the dumbest shit... On the planet, right? You can look it up right now. It's part of, I think, his <laughs> his his fashion and whatever. It sounds very much yeah. like him. It's it a shirt. As fuck. And there's a, a shirt sewn on <coughs> to that shirt. The, the shoes are a little bit better. The, the shoes are still not as stupid looking as his clothes, like, in general. I mean, he's got people out here looking like monks and hobos. <laughs> um, but Seriously. Right. <laughs> fucking seriously, man. So, but aside from that, uh, again, the shoes I'm starting to get into a little bit more. I like, I mean, su- super simple, super clean looks. Um, I've been trying to get my hands on these. Uh, I, I listened to this motivational speaker, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Gary V. And he just put out some shoes with K-Swiss. Yeah, and... No, I, um, and the, the, like, the bottom of the shoe has some words on it, and it says, the work, the grind, the hustle. On the bottom of the shoe. Oh, that's your banner on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah that is yeah, my yeah. banner on Twitter. <laughs> that is the bottom of a shoe. <laughs> I thought that was fake. No. I didn't know that was real. Yeah, no, they are literally, that's what you see when you when you look at the bottom of your shoe. That's pretty dope. And the other shoe says the work, the something. It, it's, it has another uh, three other words, but, yeah. bro, it's just like, something as small as that, you start, I mean, it's in your mind, and then your mind will do the work, but you start, you put it in your mind, you're like, you know, you put these shoes on, you're going to go out there, and you're going to hustle. And you're yeah. fucking ready, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, that shit would pump me up. Like, I, I'm very easily hyped, I guess, though. <laughs> Just my mindset is just happy and 
energetic at all times. I really like these Adidas you're wearing right now. Thank you. I've always liked that brand. Adidas? Yeah, same. And yeah. Uh, honestly, bro, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even ashamed. Ross. For real? For real. Damn. For real. Nice. <laughs> Dude, you can fucking ball out at Ross for bro, like $20. These bro. are RCV8 pants. Or, or, yeah, right? RCVA? I, for, I forget. RCVA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I RCVA. I always anyways, think VCR every time I hear it. Anyways, <laughs> that's, what, that's a brand of pants I'm wearing. And then this little uh, alien shirt that I'm wearing too. Yeah, alien Fucking workshop. Ross. <laughs> I don't know. It's Ross. <laughs> Nigga, I, I, like, I'll ball out. Dude, seriously. They have good shit over there. Like, it, it just blows your mind. You're like, oh my God, what? how, how much is this shirt right here? Oh, it's only $5. I'm taking mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like sometimes, and you are a witness to this. We'll buy shit that doesn't even fit me because it's so goddamn cheap. <laughs> I put that bitch on. I was like, yeah, this is not for me. I'm having trouble breathing. It's a fucking medium. It fit, but not like I, you know, wanted it to. <laughs> I kind of like uh, oversized shit now. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, not, not like not like pants, but like. like uh, <laughs> not like pants, because don't do that either. No, we were no, talking no. shit about people in skinny jeans, but people in fucking baggy pants are much worse than people in skinny jeans. Yes. Don't it. <laughs> Pull but, your fucking pants up and put a fucking belt on. <laughs> this is not 1996 anymore. Oh, man. I used to wear... Um, I don't know. I don't even know if you remember, but I wore carpenter pants up until I was like. 14, Dude, you know 15. what? I I did I did I did as a kid too with the little loop by the yeah yeah the, like knee. But like I didn't know anything about style or anything like that. So like I just honestly I though, wore it all the time. I, okay, so when I wore them, there was a couple times that I ha- helped my dad, you know, on some projects. Mm-hmm. And that little loop, I don't know if it's for this, but I put a fucking hammer there. I think it, it is for that. It. It's for that. It's yeah. for a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's so fucking useful. <laughs> like, I've had my hammer at all times. It never fell out? Yeah. No, I mean, the weight won't. It just won't let it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, it works. <laughs> I'm like, man, I feel useful as hell. <laughs> now I have power tools that I know how to use. And I know how to, you know, how to work everything. But I have nothing to fix. <laughs> yeah. And that's a struggle. You just had carpenter pants. <laughs> carpenter pants and power tools, but nothing else. <laughs> But the, I, I just remember wearing those all the fu- all the fucking time, and even even skating, I wore them a lot. And I really mm. feel, I swear, I really feel like some of the air would catch to my pants, and I would actually land a little really? a little cleaner. Because I remember uh, getting, I did end up getting like uh, smaller jeans, and I put them on, and everything. I, I felt gravity just yeah. like it, everything was a lot harder There's to land. So I I, I I really feel like the pants helped a, helped a, a little bit while skating. Man, and if it's the pants that's in your mind that, that makes it work, then by all fucking means, dude, throw some fucking carpenter pants on. <laughs> Get out there and shred. Oh, I miss man. skating. I miss skating so, so bad. So much, dude. And after watching mid-90s, I watched Oh, dude, you asshole, I saw. <laughs> I was like, because I, I remember when that fucking movie came out, I was like, Serge, let's go to the movies. Meet me in Midland. He's like, nah, man, I, I'm tired. I'm playing Red Dead. And now I was you playing Red Dead. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I, I redded it. Which I, I never fucking, I never fucking just went back to Red Dead. Oh, you just like, let I, it go. I lost all my progress. That sucks so it. bad. Man. It hurts. It hurt my heart. I was for for once, dude. For once in a very long time, a with an RPG. I do not do role playing games. It, it's it has RPG elements. It's not an RPG. It's not an RPG. No, it's not. It has elements. What, too, what, like, what would you call the, it? The uh, action adventure. Yeah. It just has 
RPG elements that like you know uh, getting better with uh, with your guns and uh, your stamina and shit. But a real RPG would be like fuck. What would it be? Just like leveling everything up, and it would be a, a huge. Uh, that was like out of nowhere. <laughs> that is random. <laughs> Dude, this is a message from December 11th that I just got a reply to. Or we got a reply to. You just got the notification, too. Yeah. But, like... Do not disturb mode. Like, who the fuck just replies to a message fucking... What's today's date? 30 days later. 30 (laughs) days later, she responded to a message. That's weird, man. Because we were talking about uh, having her on the podcast. Yeah. And that's, I mean, shit happened, and then we ended up having somebody else... But just now, she's like, when? That's random. Yeah. <laughs> that was so confusing, too. Shout out, Paula. <laughs> throw it in there. Hey, Paula. Hey, uh, Paula, you might be good with the acting stuff that we were talking about earlier. Paula's a great actor. She's, she's actress. an actress. Yeah. But I've she's never, I mean, I've never seen you act. I've never seen Eric act, because I know that he's an actor as well. Uh, Eric is definitely the superior actor. Really? Compared to... To, compared to myself, at least, and Paula too. Paula, like they, I see them as superior. Yeah, superior actors. But do they have me. a badge? A fucking badge. A superior actor badge. No. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not doubting anybody. But the they are they are really good and and being in scenes because I was in scenes with both of them at, oh, nice. at, at a time, and it is kind of intimidating. Really? They, they they know they know what they're doing and they know how to handle a scene, and I'm still like a uh. novice at it. You know, I I do my best and I'm having fun, but when it when it comes to them, yeah, they, I can tell they're, they're way more experienced than I am. Yeah, you know, confidence shows. Yeah, confidence yeah. shows, <laughs> and it portrays smoothly. It makes your actions, your 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 movements, just more fluid. You know, less nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, one dude, acting is it's so much fun, but it's it's being under direction that mm. is is also kind of. It's 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 Dude, strange. giving direction. Honestly, like even in in like my personal work life, giving direction is is something that I struggle with because it's hard for me to tell somebody what to do. It's like, hey, go do this. You know, delegating tasks, yeah. just making somebody else do you know work that all, we all have to get done. But uh, I'm used to being the guy that does it all. You know, and yeah. and, and that's been a downfall of mine because I burn myself out at times where I'm just trying to do everything myself just yeah. to make sure it's done right. But it's like, I train people instead and give them direction. It's like, hey, I need you to go do this. Sometimes it's like, wow, I did my job, but it, it almost sounded like I'm just, you know, demanding shit. It's weird. It's, <laughs> so I can imagine that as a director, cut, stop doing that, move back, do it again. It, well, if you're a shitty director, you, you, yeah, well, you again, say, I'm you, just, yeah, you, sound, you sound like that. But like, it's, it's strange because like, you'll make a movement Mm-hmm. And they're they're just like don't do that, or or you'll say something the wrong way, and they they want you to say it this oh, way. Okay. And that that's a hard thing. That's how you really learn is through the director giving giving you serious direction. You need to say it this way. Get the line. In Directors this need to be leaders. Yeah, yeah. They need to be leaders. Okay. That's that's the big point. And with Nathan Jacobs, he was a fucking leader. That dude was a, an excellent director, man. That uh, that's the guy that. Uh directed which one uh exit pursued by a bear uh the the 21 steps and i think there was one more i did with him nice but before that i was a stage manager for him Mm -hmm. for a while and 
Uh, that was fun. Being a stage manager, oh man, I did nothing. <laughs> and I got a scholarship for <laughs> and it. I got a scholarship <laughs> for <sighs> Thank you, government. For real. Thank you, Howard College. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you bought it was me fun while it lasted. You bought me a PlayStation 4, man. I couldn't have done that by myself. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy. <clears throat> It'd be like that, dude. It really do. For real. Oh my god, dude. I, I'm surprised I haven't, to be honest. At least it's just water. Yeah. I just spilled some water on myself like a child. <laughs> dude, no, it's funny because uh, the other day I was doing that at work um, and I was being stupid. I was like, I'm going to chug this whole bottle of water because I do do that sometimes. I'll walk in there and I'll literally chug the whole 17 ounces of water. Um, and But this one, I decided to, like, to put it in my mouth and hold it with my lips and then just let it flow into my mouth. Well, I did something. Somebody was going to reach for it. And, like, I flinched, and I went to grab it first, but when I oh. grabbed it, I squeezed the shit out of it, and that just, just, <laughs> from fucking, like, all, from my chest, my pants, dude, it looked like I fucking vomited all over myself, and, like, had this, like, like, just peed on myself, too. It was just water, but still, I was just wet from fucking, like, my torso to my knees. Yeah, you sent me a picture. I did. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Dude, like, I, my, my dumbass literally thought for a second that you just went out for a run and your work clothes for whatever reason. <laughs> my work I, clothes, yeah, yeah, I it thought, looked like sweat. It looked like sweat. It, like, 100%. I was like, why did you go for a run right now, bro? Like, dude, you're gonna smell. You're at work. It's 3 o'clock. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, no, so that's that's what that was. I flinched because somebody was fucking around with me, and I fucking went for it, and I just, like, squeezed the bottle. Like, of all things, like, I could have tilted it back down because yeah. I had it, you know, like, chugging it, just going down. Um, I could have tilted the bottle back <laughs> down, grabbed it with my hand instead of just squeezing it while it was still upside down. I wish I would have saw that. Dude, it, like, I, I, do st- <laughs> I do stupid shit sometimes. I don't think. At, le- at least it was just water. Word. Yeah, at I'm least glad it was, it was just water. Like fucking you know? Kool-Aid or coffee. Yeah, or yeah. Fucking mad. It was a giant stain. You just smell like it the whole day. You I can't get it home. out. I would have gone home and not gone back. <laughs> I'm not going to drive an hour home. I'm going to back just to change my shirt. Which makes me think I probably should have an extra change of clothes. In my there you car. go. That You really should. There you go. <laughs> I ended up uh, taking that shirt off and putting on a hoodie. And I was wearing black pants and those black boots, which I, you know, That's sometimes wear out anyway. Yeah. Um, so I ended up wearing a black hoodie, black pants, and the the black boots. That's professional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even. Oh, Neff Company. I have my my Neff. Oh, you were nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's black. It's. I don't know. I, I think it looked clean. Where are we? One thirty three. One and a half. Yeah. That's not bad. That is not bad, dude. We doing the damn thing. Dude, and it's so much fun. Like, I'm, I'm, it's crazy because if, I won't listen to this episode, honestly. I'll, I'll listen to the beginning. And going back <laughs> and listening to this on Spotify will be weird because it's like, it sounds like the radio station. Like, that's going to be everybody's first. In, like, <laughs> that's what they're going to hear first. Everything they hear on the radio. <laughs> like, that's how they hear it every day. <laughs> it's like, whoa, this, what the f- am, is this Spotify? Am I, am I to the news? Like, what is this? Just throw their iPhone at the wall. Like, what the fuck's going on, Apple? <laughs> I'm picking up FM, FM radio, and this is supposed to be Spotify. <laughs> but no, it's going to be it's super dope. Um, and it's crazy that I didn't hear my name on the radio, but the fact that my name was said on the radio today was kind of dope. It's yeah, kind of cool to know. I even said you're a photographer. Oh, radio, shit. So, yeah. You're out here promoting my ass, too? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Damn. Okay. So okay. So how, how did you like it, like introduce like uh, or no uh, mention the podcast? Like, what did you say? Uh, I just I said I mentioned the uh, I promoted the open mic uh-huh. first, and and then my show that I have coming up, and then I said I also have a podcast that I co-host with uh, my my very good friend Israel Valdez, who's a photographer in the area. And you can find it on Spotify and shit like that. Nice, so, yeah. dude. Nice. <laughs> I really wish that, like, there was a way to go back and, like, they don't record it at all? No. no nobody recorded it. Man. Yeah, nobody recorded it today. But oh, well. <laughs> but oh, I mean, yeah. they... they uh, I mean, it's still what, out there. What, what are the... That was, K- K- everybody was on their way to work. work. Huh? Everybody was on their way to work when they heard that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it was a good time. <laughs> And then you said K K. The, yeah, uh, there's a there's a show uh, swap shop, and it's, I believe it's on the same channel. And I, I'm horrible at these things, but the girl was the woman was really fucking cool. Like she she really liked me and all. She wants she wants me back on, and we'll pr- uh, we'll, we'll throw like uh, links to their pages and their shows if we can find their personal shows if they have yeah. Facebook pages on the CNGI page on Facebook. And she knew Michael, Michael Shields. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Small fucking world, dude. It's crazy because that guy's starting to finally recognize me. I saw him at uh, Mescal uh, on Friday, the Friday after the open mic when you were sick last week. Oh, really? And he was there with Jennifer because Jennifer was performing with me. Yeah, yeah. And so I saw him sitting in the back and, he, you know, he like stood up and said hi to me before I got there. And I was like, dude, he's starting to re- like recognize yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, where do I know you from? I was like, there. No, Jennifer asked that, and he's like, dude, we've been. I mean, I've seen him a few times now. We've been at the uh, the Hemingway. Mm-hmm. We I saw him at the Cactus House. At different, you know, little. Imp- I think one of them was an Imperfection show, and the other one was uh, the open mic. No, it was the Imperfection show. Yeah, they were Cactus both Imperfection. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Jennifer was the one that that hosted both of those. And yeah. man, I have like, I want to go to one of those like Imperfection shows again because I have like a little like. Uh, ending script for you guys. Like, okay. I'm just kind of like roasting you guys a little bit. <laughs> I've already got that written down. <laughs> just to close, like, close it out. But I mean, I would have to be something somewhere. and I can't just come in and, you know, give an outro. To, I mean, who the fuck is this guy? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I need, to, I need to work on my, my performance so that I can go up and be someone so I can finally use that. But... Do that improv stuff is 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 hard. Like I like sometimes I do want to go up there with so them and like, participate, but I'm like they they they're they're more experienced than I am at this. And, yeah, but I guess and, it, that's what that's what it's for. I guess yeah. we could try something like that at an open mic. Yeah, that would be fun. And they do have topics. It's not like entirely improv. Like, yeah, they do go up there with a plan, and then they just go. And up I love how the they get the it. I love how they get it going too. Like they go out. Uh, and like ask the crowd for suggestions or words or different topics and just random shit. And then they go up there and they're like, all right, well, this is what we're talking about. This is the situation. And this is, you know, what you have to deal with or whatever. Yeah. And then you like make your story up, you know, with, uh, the fundamental elements of the conversation you're about to have. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just have to have the bare bones of a situation Mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll figure something out eventually. Fill it in. Yeah. Like with movies too. Oh my god! Like in uh, I think one of the coolest impro- uh, improvising facts that I know is uh, on Knocked Up. You've seen Knocked Up, right? Uh, with um, with Seth Rogen. Yes. Yeah. Oh no no Forty Year Old Virgin. I'm sorry, the Forty Year Old oh, Virgin. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. You know how you know he he makes friends with his coworkers, 
and there's one scene where uh, Seth Rogen's character and Paul Rudd's character are playing Mortal Kombat, and they're just going, they're just saying, "You know how I know you're gay," and just roasting each other back and forth. Apparently, that was only in the movie. There's only like I guess a minute of that, but they filmed like two hours of them literally sitting down playing Mortal Kombat and just going back what to the back, fuck? going, I, "Do you know how I know you're gay?" And they and through that. Through the whole two hours, they chose the best jokes. Nice. So that's the coolest, and they just let it fly too. Yeah. You know, they just they just made up jokes at the top of their head, and that's so fucking cool to me. For two hours, maybe a little exaggerated, but still for yeah. like skilled actors to go in there and just like play Mortal Kombat for two <laughs> hours and just roast each other. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Um, which uh, there was one iconic scene in an iconic movie that was just completely improv. A, there's, was it Scarface? There's, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Uh, I think... I don't think... I feel like the... Say hello to my little friend thing. Yeah, I think it was improvised. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, on episode two with Jacob, we had talked about a scene. And I, I, I mean, it's... Um, oh, uh, Taxi Driver. Um, Is that when it? it uh, it's with Robert De Niro. And he he's when he's looking into the mirror, mm-hmm. he's like... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, are you talking to me? Uh-huh. That that oh, scene yeah. is entirely improvised because yeah. it says in the script, uh, Travis talks to himself in the mirror. Oh, so, so it's just that. Yeah, and, and oh, wow. so Robert De Niro just had to improvise that whole scene by himself, and that's one of the most iconic scenes in cinematic history, dude. That's crazy. See, I, I don't, I don't know that I've seen the movie. It, no, I don't think you have, because it it was a huge hit like in the seventies, and when you get into movies, you find out about it. Gotcha. Yeah. It's not one of those things that's everywhere, like mm-hmm. the fucking Lion King or something, or Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to dig for it. But, and uh, one one other thing, uh, what is it? In Django Unchained, mm-hmm. Leonardo, you seen that movie? Uh, yes. Yeah, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, when he's going off on them, and like mm-hmm. he finds out uh, what Django and uh, uh, the other guy are doing. Yeah. Uh, he slams his hand on the table and ha- he starts bleeding and that's real fucking blood. Damn. He just stayed in character and when he rubs the blood all over that girl's face, it's his real blood. He just stayed in character. He really busted his hand doing that. Was and he everything. intending to? Huh? Was he intending No, no. It just happened. I think that, that there may have been a fork or something right there and he just slammed his hand down and just busted through it. Busted through the skin. Wow. Yeah, and he stayed in character and just delivered his monologue just and with that extra piece going through, and I was like, when I figured that out, I was like, that is insane. Does it like does it, okay? Were you expecting blood at all, or just, is no. it like a cherry on top? Or it's it like weird? a cherry on top. It's yeah. like because like, you can see the villain just getting heated, and uh. then something like that happens just adds to the intensity of the of the scene. And, dude, I know you've seen that before. Yeah, when he opens, gets his hand cut open, but it, it's even made worse or even better I, I don't know whatever word you want to choose from is when he wipes the blood yeah. all, all over that girl's face it's like dude this is that not osha approved yeah you let that happen like <laughs> <laughs> you going out <laughs> but she had to have been okay with it in order for them to <laughs> you know fucking distribute the movie i'm surprised she was okay with it if she let if she really let that slide you know she must be a dedicated actress yeah for the because if it was me i would have freaked the fuck out i would have freaked out especially like, if nobody told me there's gonna be blood on my face yeah <laughs> like another man's another person's fucking blood on my face leonardo dicaprio it's i'm only okay draw, i'm drawing the line okay i'm drawing the line <laughs> i mean that guy leo dicaprio that guy dude 
Man, he earned it. <laughs> he earned that fucking Oscar. <laughs> in, um, uh, the Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. yeah, he he really did do. Have you seen that movie? I have not. But oh, oh. oh my god, I'm a huge man. fan of DiCaprio. To be honest, he's he's a talented actor. I mean, I, you you watch his his uh, his early stuff too. Like Titanic. Like Titanic, dude. And, that's uh, an iconic uh, fucking performance. And uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? I haven't seen that one. When he uh, plays the mentally disabled kid, he's he's like uh, oh. brothers with Johnny Depp. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I'm gonna, it's like there's certain actors I would prefer to go watch movies for the actors versus for the story or the hype. That's usually what gets me is like I'll I'll see somebody that I like in a movie. I'm like mm. I like their work. I'm gonna check it out. And then just kind of go from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With directors, too. You already know that. I'll see a oh, director's yeah. name on, on something. I'm going to go watch it. Jonah Hill has now joined that. Really? <laughs> joined that but he piece. But he was, he was the one that sat down with... Um, Scorsese? Yes. Yeah. For yeah. like two hours? Yeah, he, yeah, man. He definitely... He, he's, I, he sat down with so many different people I know. Like, he, the the... You can tell the amount of passion that went into that movie mm-hmm. in the mid-90s. Like, it was his heart and soul that went in there, man. See, and I feel like, uh, again, I haven't seen mm-hmm. mid-90s, but, like, the, the characters that they had in Superbad are something more closer to what that would be, kind of like in that era, that that um, mischievous shit that you would do as a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I mean, I, I feel like when you, would wa- when you watch the movie, you think, I've, I've lived this. Mm-hmm. I know okay. those people. I grew up with those kids. Yeah, and I did like I because as well we used we used to skate. Yeah, so that it, it relates. And you and you run into a bunch of fucking misfits. Just, yeah, you, you run, really you run into a lot of them, dude. And I, watching that movie, it just brought me back. And there's there's a scene when they set up a board, like they grip it and everything, oh, and like God, tie, yes. tie up the bolts. And I'm like, I know what that feels like. I know how to, to do get, it to get a fresh exactly, and to get a fresh board. And you're like, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> to break in the bushings and yeah. Like, personally, when I ride, I like it tight. Yeah, me too. Tight as fuck. Me too. Because that can turn with the tail rather than you know the. The maneuvering of the board, yeah. and then if it's too loose, you know you, you can't get flip tricks out because yeah, it's yeah. fucking hard. Yeah, it's it's so much easier to do a kickflip or any sort of flip when you have the trucks tightened up, yeah. dude. There's a giant difference. You barely flick your foot, and things go flying. Well, see, and that's another thing. Like, if if I'm gonna make a confession right now, when I skated, I could never do a kickflip, mm-hmm. but I could land a. Double kick flip and a triple kick flip. One time, I landed uh, a four, like a quadruple kick. That is weird. But I never but a I, single. I, I very rarely. It was seldom. <laughs> it was seldom when I was able to do that, and I could not like um, roll and kick flip. I could kick flip and uh, just stationary. Dude, moving and doing tricks is in- I could completely different. Shit. I could yeah. ollie over shit like nice, decent yeah. sized gaps, but I could never flip. <laughs> I'd die. Uh, I had a hard time. Get like even back when I skated, like I always I got hill flips before I got kick flips. Really, and e- everybody had the opposite. Mm-hmm. I was like the oddball out. Yeah. Everybody's like, you know how to hill flip? I can't. I fucking remember hill flip you shit. Heel, like being the one notorious for hill flip. <laughs> and I was and like I started flipping the board. I never I never could land them. That now going back on it, I'm like, okay, I understand why this is difficult. Back <laughs> then, it just came naturally, yeah. you know. But now. Getting on it now and trying to do hill flip, oh my god, it's so hard. 
It is so hard to land one of those things, man. I don't know how I did it back then. <laughs> just probably because, you know, I was a little kid and I had all the all the energy in the world and my legs are just that they're ready to go. Yeah. And now, you know, I got weight on me. I never <laughs> I never exercise. So you're a stand-up comedian, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um the one of my favorite things that I used to do almost every time, uh and it, and I would do it with a fucking Tony's bitch ass. <laughs> we would go and we would skate the parades. Oh, dude! I like. Um, I remember. Um, I, I don't think I was with you guys, but our uh, my senior year, we skated the, the parade. The, the parade. Yeah. See, the, 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 oh, I don't know if it was for you guys. I don't remember if it was for you guys, but I skated. Me and Tony have a picture of us holding onto this big ass float that had like this thing hanging, like hanging mm-hmm. back, and so we reached up. And we literally just rolled with it the whole time. <laughs> it's so fucking cool, man. And that was for the school parade. Yeah, doing it for the school, I felt like I felt like a badass yeah. when I did it for the school, dude. Like, cause I, I was a senior, yeah. and like, if any if anybody knew me, they knew that I skated. Yeah, you know, and so that that was a really cool thing. And then it, it was also cool because like Tony met up with us. He like texted us on a flip phone back when oh, everybody yeah. had a flip phone and shit. And uh, I remember just seeing him, telling him where we were, and just seeing him ride, just coming to the float that we were on, and it's just, it's a memory that's ingrained yeah. in my head, you know. See that, and then like uh, during there was a couple times that we did it for the Christmas parade, the city Christmas parade, back when they still had it on Greg Street, bro. Oh my god! So we started off, you know, um, on the south side of town, and we'd start somewhere by like um, closer to the VA. Yeah. And then we would drive all the way down to the one ways. And so, like, if you're on a skateboard, you hit where Hunan's is at. Oh, dude. Bro. <laughs> speed wobble. Like oh, a man. motherfucker. <laughs> busted ass. <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> that shit. Right. And so, it's not, it's, it's bad enough that you're going and you're traveling probably 20 miles an hour on a skateboard. And you fall, you bust your ass. But on top of that all, it's like insult to injury. You have 300, 400 people in the vicinity. That Most see of the town looking at you. Yeah. Just staring at you like people running at you, trying to get you to get up, <laughs> A, because there's floats coming behind you. Yeah. You're going to run your ass over. <laughs> so it was just bad. But it, honestly, one of my favorites up until the FL, but one of my favorite memories. <laughs> I remember going down, down a hill. We weren't even going that fast. It just We were going... And I smelled candy. I, just sm- I smelled candy. Where's the van? Yeah. <laughs> I just smelled like all this candy hit my nose. And I was with Auden, uh, Jesse Davis, the dude with dreads. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. And we were just going down this hill. I smelled the candy. And I turn around. I'm like, do you guys smell candy? And I just I wow. slammed. It wasn't even like, like I wobbled or anything. It just like gravity just slammed me onto the ground. I fell into a pothole. Like, like, oh, no, my board hit a pothole, and I just slammed onto the ground, Fuck. dude. But for whatever reason, I, just didn't, I didn't feel it that bad. Like, I got, like, a bruise right here, but, like, I guess I was already accustomed to falling yeah. at that point, so, like, I, I didn't care. Dude, I broke both of my big toes. Oh, I've said that before. I broke <laughs> both, both of my big toes. I've landed, I mean, I missed my, you know, my area by a little bit, but right in between <laughs> my butt and my, anyway, dude, landing on the board right there. Oh, man. Fucking credit card is fucked. <laughs> Bro, denied. I declined that shit. 
oh my god, some of the worst pain I've ever felt. So like that was like I think my pelvic pelvic bone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was broken. <laughs> I almost had that happen to me, but it got my butt cheek. Oh, but, that's but, still a little bit better than than the whole ass just your bone on it. Oh uh, yeah, I, I got I can even then I considered myself lucky. Yeah, <laughs> even though like I had like razor tail for sure and like kinda, <laughs> like kind of stabbed me, but still I was like at least it didn't go any further. Weird. Oh my I'm god, I'm just glad it didn't like you know just. <laughs> nutcracker <laughs> literally you'd still be on the ground to this day the cry heard around the world <laughs> fuck like have you seen that video of that, the, the girl with the shovel <laughs> the shovel, the shovel yes. hit, like oh heard across god. the world or whatever that was funny oh my god I, I can hear that right yeah, now yeah I heard it I heard it when I said it too it was crazy um Man, I really, I really want to get back into skating. I'm uh, this year. This year, I'm gonna try to get back to doing a lot of the things that you know, I grew up loving. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up doing photography. You know, I love the shit out of it. I love being behind the camera. Um, I love having it with me, even just having it with me, just in case. Just it's, in case. It's, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. It's like, all right, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I have this camera. I can capture the moment. Yeah. You know? So, um, that. Hopefully, I don't know, like, for one, uh, running gets really boring. Like, I love running. I love the runner's high, because that's a real thing. Um, but aside from that, I want to, like, do exercise, but have fun doing it. So skating is going to be my yeah. my escape for that. Skating is hella cardio, man. Hella and cardio. you don't realize that till you're out of shape. Yeah. And then you start and pushing legs, and dude, jumping around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with jumping around and doing you know, whatever little tricks you can do. I mean, probably going to have to relearn everything, but um, even doing your pop shove, it's you're moving your upper body too. Yeah. I'm just happy I can ollie decently. Yeah. As long as I, mean, I can I, ollie, I don't think, I, I think that once I learned how to ollie, I, I, I won't ever forget because I can still ollie. Yeah, now. yeah. And I'm sure that I can still ollie while rolling. That's probably the only thing I can do. Anymore, <laughs> that and my pop shove is, my pop shove is pretty clean. I loved I loved hitting gaps like alling and like for for a second you feel like you're flying. Yeah. You know, you just you're in the air. And then you hear the, 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 the sound of the skateboard wheels hitting yeah. the ground is <laughs> yeah, it was just great. It's music to me it's music. I like I like hearing that sound, the, the sound of the board click clacking all over the yeah, place. Yeah, the click clacking, oh, the, the fucking bearings just fucking hauling ass. Yeah, yeah. And then you're gonna hear somebody hit a rock. <laughs> yeah. Just oh the squeal of the fucking rock against the concrete and the fucking smack that comes after. <laughs> like oh shit, I hope he's all right. A fucking rock, dude. A pebble. <laughs> a pebble can fuck your day up. Oh man. And like it's like, man, I've been stopped abruptly by a rock, <laughs> man. Those the, like cause cause your body is still in momentum. Your board stopped. It just. Right up <laughs> from underneath you, it just stopped moving. <laughs> and your body's like, you're not supposed to stay back there. And then, bam, you fucking hit something. You hit the ground. You hit whatever. Road rash. Fuck. <laughs> and it just sucks because, like, when you've been through it, you're like not even panicking anymore. You're like, oh, well, like, this is hey, happening. Here we go. Again. I hit a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Mid fall, you're like, fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's one thing I got used to was falling. Yeah. yeah, I got really used to that. Yeah, me too. Like <laughs> I, I, I think that fucking up uh, skating because I, th- I think I started out skating when I was a little bit bigger. Even 
so I wasn't always best with the hand-eye coordination, the balance, you know, everything. Yeah. So I feel like I fell a lot, but that, that made my pain tolerance a lot higher, too, because mm-hmm. I got my ass beat by skating more than a handful of times. <laughs> Everybody has, dude. Everybody has taken some fucking slams mm-hmm. skating. And you know what's funny? Like, you don't understand how... Uh, just basically balanced skaters are until you like get somebody else on a board who, who isn't skate. yes dude oh my god nobody in the world is fucking balanced nobody at all <laughs> it's like you get them on a board and it just they, it slips dude, off from yeah, under them and you're and like dude just stand on it just stand on it it's gonna be okay like, own it though like you have to own it you can't literally just stand there and just you yeah. know not expect to fall because <laughs> there's wheels and gravity <laughs> no those things are very real <laughs> i don't care what that guy thinks about the flat earth Gravity is a fucking thing. <laughs> I was arguing with him again this morning. Oh my god, dude! It's it's a it's a, it's a relentless thing. It doesn't stop. Yeah, these guys just. Anytime he posts too. something, he's like, "Show me a video of uh, a twenty four hour time elapse of the sun from the South Pole." Little did I know that we have cameras in the South Pole. Because <laughs> I was like, "Dude, it's inhabitable. Like, there's nobody there. Like, how are you gonna get a camera there?" Well, let me tell you, there's cameras there, and to his surprise. There's cameras there. <laughs> and with that said, there's videos there. And there's time-lapse videos. So, the Earth is round. The Earth is fucking round, dude. Can we just can we just drop this already and leave it in, like... When did this happen? 2015? Like, B.O.B. came out and, like... Because he didn't have a hit song in, like, forever. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to start my own shit and just say the Earth is flat. And now, is that and, who like, did it? Yeah, I, dude, I remember. I, it, the singer? I think it was, yeah, I think it was him. Like, that was the first time I heard of him. Since like 2012, it was, you yeah, know, like yeah. like he came back and said the Earth was flat. I was like, this fucking moron. Who's gonna listen to him? Turns out everybody listened to him. Well, like I half say the population. Yeah, not everybody. Like bo- people with that brain. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a fucking morons. Listen Shut to up, him. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this getting hot because now we're starting to call each other names. It's like, like <laughs> social media yeah. is getting hot. It's getting heated. Um, we used to be real cool about it. Nah, bro, it's this and this and this is why and this is my, you know, explanation behind it. No, like, oh, you fucking mindless piece of shit. You don't have any fucking logic. That's why you think the earth is flat and vice versa. <laughs> so, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to B.O.B. I hope, you know, you're, you're doing all right, even though you think the world is flat. That, are, that stands okay. for battery operated boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyway. Oh my god, we're almost at two hours. We're, we are at two hours. Dude. Look at us. Two minutes shy. Two and a half. Two and a half. What time is it? It is 4.14. You gonna upload this shit? Yeah, let's do it, man. Well, I guess that I guess that's it, everybody. I hope you had a, a fun time with us. We certainly did. Yeah, this is uh, episode 12 of the Come and Get It podcast, and yes, we didn't sir. even say our names at the beginning. Oh, yeah, this is uh, co-host Sergio Cervantes. And other uh, co-host Israel Valdez. Thank you guys for joining us again today. and uh, Peace. Or, or, or something. <laughs>